When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons, episode, I don't know, some kind of episode, 86, I think, 87, maybe, I don't know, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what number we're on, all that matters is that you're here with us, listening to us, watching us, however you're catching us, play D&D in this strange world we find ourselves in. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, of course, Kristen Ashton, and as always, Kyle Ferguson, and Baby Flynn, who is fast asleep. Uh, we're going to dive right in this week, but before we do, a look back at what happened before on There Will Be Dungeons. Kristen, take it away. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, it was a dastardly dream, or so Varel hoped. He was now in a never-ending neighborhood, followed by a floating Nash, and in convoy with a Kenku that couldn't communicate, and a kobold with a kid. However, they weren't wastes. Contemplating the courses, Squirt squired them to her squalid squat. Money mattered not. Tricks, though, were a treasure trove. A call would come later with a quest qualified to render resurrection. Now night, they returned to their room at the roadhouse, corpses kept in the kobold's cathedral. In the morning, they were mustered by priests of Pelor praying for their patronage. Downstairs, a deed for the next day was posted, promoting a battlebots brawl with a big bounty for the booty. Varel now on a mission for money needed to muster manual material to gear up for a game they'd hardly heard of. They left to the library where Nash, mouth now made, cased customers for copies of a prose prose on how to play. Now rejoin our heroes as they loot the library. Will squirts to face dictionaries when diligence is deterred. Can Nash, nothing, and Varel vie for victory? And is the meta as menacing as minions of the merriment make it out? Stay tuned for today's adventure through the secret streets and baffling beats of Sigil. That's our cue. We're off to the races. Bo, take it away. We return to our heroes as Squirts, Nothing, and Varel peer from behind a bookshelf in the M Fighting Library in the Great Library District of Sigil. And they're watching Nash Maggard as he bumped into a halfling reading what appears to be the only remaining copy of Kang or Kanja's uh, S tier guide to. <laughs> big time smacking brothers professional play <clears throat> and nash has just bumped into the halfling and nash has attempted to ask for the book 
and been refused. And then he caught the title of the book, seeing that it is indeed the tome that the party is looking for. And now, Nash, you are awkwardly hanging about as the halfling sort of covers his hands on the book on the table and looks back over his shoulder at you, having just told you to make love to yourself. Oh. All right. Did he do that last week or is this... He did that last week. Okay, I don't remember him being so rude. There's this sort of awkward pause as he's covering up the book and holding it away from you and you're floating there, blinking in your grotesqueness. Um, All right. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say, whoa, easy. I'm just trying to take a look at that book you've got. I took out the book. You don't get to look at it if I've taken it out. Why not? That doesn't make any sense. What's the big deal if I just see it? Because the big competition starts this weekend and I'm trying to study up. And here you want to take up my time. Let me see the cover. No. All right, let me just take a look at a page. Open it up and let me look at the page. Sir, I've taken the book out. It's for me to look at alone. I'm not sharing with you. I may not look like much, but you could I could kill you now if you don't give me that book. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> roll an intimidation roll. <laughs> Sweet. First roll of the day. All right. That's going to be <laughs> a 12. He looks at you and he goes, yeah, right. You're just a little floating heart thing. What are you going to do to me? Uh, I bet you I could punt you down the road. <laughs> you want to take this outside? Yeah, put the book down and we'll go outside. Just set it over there on that table there. Um, Persuasion? <laughs> I don't know that it's persuasion, <laughs> but there's a deceptionness to it. Yeah, like it's, yeah. Deception roll, please. All right. I can do deception. Contested versus this character's uh, common sense here. Yeah, eleven. All right, buddy. I'm going to show you how. I, I, I've had enough of this. And he gets up and in a, in a huff, and he seems red. His face is ready red. He leaves the book behind and begins walking towards. I'll show you who's. And he walks towards the door and he exits. Get inside! And then you hear because the glowing blue noodle at the front desk shushes everyone. They should just be shushing him. All right, I'm going to... Uh, you look gonna... out the window and you see the halflings out the window yelling. He's just sort of muffled through the window. All right, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to... F- Flip him off. Hold on. Before I do that, I'm going to tell... I need to tell someone that the book's there. Actually, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to float over. I'm going to grab the book with my hand, that one hand that's hanging out the back end of my heart. And I'm going to float that over to uh, who's closest to me of our crew here. So keep in mind that he's looking in the window and can see you do this. Um, Who's closest to me of our team? So your team, if you, you look around, you see your team in the library stacks, like just peering around the corner. Yep. Nothing. Squirts. Pharrell. Sort of one, two, three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> looking around the corner. You see them. I'll say, 
Can can they hear me? Are they within like kind of whisper shout range? Yeah, it's a small. It's a very small room of a library. It's not a giant library. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Varel, grab the book. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out and talk to the the halfling or whatever he is. What'd you say, halfling? Who's a halfling? Halfling. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. He needs to. He thinks I'm gonna fight him. I'm gonna go out there and distract him while you get the book. The book is right there. Get the book. Is there a second exit to the library? Not that you can see. There's only the front door by the noodle. Um, <laughs> there, since it's like a small house and not like a grand library, it's a very small thing. You'd have a hard time imagining there wasn't a second door somewhere, but you don't know where it is. Okay, I will do my all fours crawl, slink down, and grab the book in my mouth over the side of the desk as to not be so high as to be seen through the window. All right, stealth roll. Ooh, I got a 25. Nice. All right, you are virtually invisible to any other onlookers except your teammates as you get on all fours, shimmy over underneath the desk, and then take a hand and pull the book down underneath the table. All right. I would like to slink to the back of the library and look for some sort of rear exit. All right. Uh, investigation roll, please. Uh, the rest of the parties are with you. They can help or they can choose to just not. Yeah, as Varel's sneaking, uh, nothing is just following. Standing upright, just walking behind him. Okay. Yeah, freaking bird. All right. Roll your investigation check then, please, uh, Varel. After glaring at nothing for standing in my way, I will sneak past him and look around the back for a 14. Okay. Uh, you look through the stacks, and at one point you do see a door leading, you know, it says authorized personnel only, and there's a handle on the door towards the back of the stacks. Damn. Door authority. <laughs> We're going to have to go out through the front. Nothing? Can you sneak a book? Nothing nods. Good. <laughs> we'll entrust this to you. Squirts, we're leaving. Yes, yes we leave now. Come, chunks. <laughs> so, uh, Nash, the, the, the halfling's still aside yelling at you for to come out. He's like, come on out, you scaredy cat. Oh, you can't talk tough now. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so these guys are gonna shuffle their way out the front door. So I will, I will lead that procession. So it looks to him like I'm coming out to talk to him. Okay. Um, so everyone, everyone's <coughs> shuffling out. <coughs> I assume so. If you guys want to follow me, you can. Okay. Uh, all right. So you all, all four of you are moving out. Do you agree to this? I'm just yep. I'm going where Varel goes, so mm. yeah. <coughs> okay. So Nash leads the procession out the front door, and you see a little halfling standing about three feet tall. He's got like a, um, a like sort of a, a jerkin on, and it has like a emblazoned in it like M Sports like on it. He's kind of a fan, I think, of the genre. It's like M Fighting on the side, and there's even a little number like blazoned on the back. It's the number fourteen. And he's standing out there with his hands on his hips, and he's got these pants on. He's like, all right there, buddy, just you and me. I'm going to show you how a real fighter fights. 
Okay. Uh, look, I'd like to apologize. I got a little heated in there. You were right. That was your book. Uh, as you can see, I, I don't have it. I left it in there on the table. I don't want to fight you. You seem like a, uh, uh, not only a nice guy, but probably a real contender this weekend. Uh, and I, I, I wait. What? You're you're just you're better he than runs me. Runs up to the window, puts hand on the window, puts his face on the window. <coughs> Where's my book? And then he runs inside. My book is gone. All right, we need to cheese it. I say to the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> good trick, good trick. We take book. All right, so you're in sort of an open area. Uh, you can run to the left, down the road, like. Like I would say westerly, or you can run down the road easterly. And then in between a few of the libraries across the street, there are some alleys. There's like two or three of them, different spots you could pick to run between the buildings. Squirts, you've done a yes. trick or two. Which way should we go? We go to the alley. Follow Squirts. <laughs> and then Squirts will take off into the closest alleyway. Okay, so everyone runs down uh, this particular alleyway, and just as you're running down, you hear the door slam open again behind you. Like, wait, they stole my book! They stole my book! And then you hear the pitter patter of feet as they chase after you. And as you run down the alleyway, I assume everyone's hitting a run. Well, except me. You? Yeah. Well, you're hitting a, a speedy float. Yeah, <laughs> speedy float. <laughs> a brisk float. Uh, <laughs> you're moving at a brisk float down the hallway, and then you see the, the the silhouette of the halfling chasing after you down the other end of the hallway. You hear, wait, my book! Nash. It's not his book anyway, yes. No, but if we show up at the tournament tomorrow, he will report us to the authorities for stealing his book, and he'll know it's a fake. I have an idea. Put him to sleep. Oh, shit. I don't have that spell anymore. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> I, I gave it up during one of our level ups. I dropped it for another spell. Because I don't of... understand what you're saying, Nash, but I guess it's gone. <laughs> Damn. I no longer possess that power. What do you have? Um, you, hit, you hit hard on head. He sleep. He sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. Who's, um, who's in charge of hitting I, him? I don't. I don't have the strength or the leverage. And nothing. Can you hit for sleepies? No. Uh, I'll do it then. You all keep running. I will wait for him here, and I will go flush against the wall and use my chameleon skin stylings to okay. stealth until he Ste passes by. Stealth roll with advantage, please. 23. Okay, you change the uh, the color of your scales and then stand up against the wall in a place where it doesn't isn't obvious that you're doing that within his eyesight, sort of maybe behind a pillar. Uh, so you move into the back, you become stealthed, and then uh, your friends, you hear them ru rush off, except for uh, Nash, whom you can't hear because he's floating. And then you hear the pitter-patter of the halfling running, going, wait, my mark, someone help! And then he just broaches the area where you're in, where you can see him in front of you, but he doesn't see you, and he's running. You must act quickly. All right, I recklessly attack him for non-lethal damage to the face, to the head. Okay, like, a, is this an up-bop or yeah, a face-bop? Yeah, just like a, I just want to smack him, bop him. Bop All right, him good make an attack roll, please. 
It is recklessly a 21. Roll damage dice. Nine points of damage. <laughs> okay. So you smack him in the head. <laughs> His neck just goes a little bit in, in like this uncomfortable crack. And then he sort of spins and falls down and barrel rolls. And then his body's not moving on the ground. All right. I'll scoop him up and run to catch up with my team. Okay. Uh, so you scoop up his um, limp body into your hands and you begin running down the road. All right. Uh, the folks ahead in the ahead team, uh, where are you heading? Do you have a direction in mind? We're following. Um, yeah, we're following squirts. Squirts. Okay, squirts. squirts. Is leading them back to the the her uh, cathedral, not cathedral, but you know her uh, where her priest is. Oh, you're going back to where the priest is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know that maybe it's not always quite exactly in the same place, so you've got to sort of figure this out in your mind where you think it is. Cool. Well, I'll keep uh, running as I figure it out, which I guess is a brisk okay. walk to everyone else. Sure thing. All right. So you make a brisk walk and you get you you move up and you see that there's another street. Now, the halfling is now quiet. There's no more yelling or chasing. And on this particular street, you're again in the library district. So you see a few, you know, monk like characters holding books, having book bags, walking around. Now, there's a way to go left and a way to go right, and then there's further alleys between further buildings across the, the way. Uh, I'll try and t lead everyone to where the church is via alleyways. Okay. So you move uh, through another set of alleyways, and then you think about you know wanting to return to the church, and as you rush across the street into another set of alleyways... You come to a T-junction, and you look to the right, and you see that the cathedral door is at the end of this alley. Yes, yes, come, come, squirt spring to safety. Okay, so as everyone else rounds the corner, they see the same sort of building that they saw the last time they entered into this place, but somehow in a different part of town. There is a... You know, cement, it's an undistinct cement building. Doesn't look like a cathedral. Um, you know, big, heavy cement doors pattern exactly the same way that you remember it. The large face on the front in a stunned sort of position. Yes, yes, go in, go in. Okay. And Squirts will make the fart noise at the door, get it to open up. Okay, you make the fart noise at the door, and the door goes. <laughs> And the large cement slab opens up uh, very slowly, but then opens up a crack and allows you to enter. Yes, nothing come, in, friends. Come inside. Nothing in Nash? Are you? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll float in. Yeah, sure. Okay. Keep going. I assume the fart is like that. It's a, probably. It's a little different like... every time. Okay. Sometimes it's juicy. Sometimes it's dry. You never know. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Um, Pharrell, you, you round the corner seeing your friends in the distance. And you see that they're entering into this doorway again. With the halfling in your hands, do you run this direction? Yep. I enter. 
Okay. So you follow behind, go inside, and the door closes behind you with a with a heavy like you can hear cement scraping on cement, like a, and then it closes. And as your eyes adjust to the darkness, you are again in the cathedral hall with pillars on either side, pews leading up to a stage where perhaps some sort of priest or father or uh, you know some spiritual leader would be given a speech. But of course, nothing's happening in here. It's just it's just quiet and dark. Then behind you, um, that sort of very skinny-looking human priest is there and goes, "Scratch your your back so soon." Yes, yes, we need we need to to play another trick. The memory on this one need to erase some of it. Uh, and then she'll point to the halfling. Has anyone well, checked to make sure he's not still alive? Hmm. He's, he's not dead, is he? I know he was non-lethal force, but it cracked and he's been limp ever since. I'm just a little concerned. Somebody can perhaps check him. I'll voice that concern. I'll go, hold on a minute. Someone make sure Varel didn't kill him. Take his I'll, pulse or something. I'll pick up his whole body and hold it to my ear like a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and medicine check. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Fourteen. Uh, you hear blood pumping throughout his veins. Okay. You, you may have injured him a little bit, but not severely. He's fine. He's fine. All right, go ahead. Squirts, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, Squirts is gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look around for Squirts and you don't see, see Squirts anywhere. Squirts, oh, Squirts is back. Oh, Squirts is here. Squirts is here. Squirts always here. Squirts always listening. I forgot what we're having Squirts do. Oh, she was going to try to... F- what was she doing? You were doing something to him. Waking him up. I mean, no, putting him to sleep. I don't remember what you were doing. We need to erase... We need to erase his memory. Oh, that so was it. So he no remember the book. And then we leave him in streets. Whoa, Wake wait. Up. Whoa. No idea where it is. No. Funny trick. <laughs> Squirts, I, I respect your dominion over these abilities, but I was thinking we would merely leave him with the book once we had read it, and he would. But then he no compete. One less competitor. Easier victory. Mm-hmm. You have a point. Okay, how do we perform such magic? We ask priests. Priests might know. And then Squirts will look at the human priest excitedly. Okay, uh, let's see here. I am just checking some alignments. Okay, thanks. <laughs> 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 Just making sure. All right. Um, <clears throat> the human looks to you and says, ah, well, if you think so, if Kidagree would agree to to do this for you, we shall ask. We shall ask. And you make your way back to the antechamber in the back as he guides you in there. And the goblin, Susu, is sitting there and he goes, what, what? <laughs> Great. <laughs> One of those. 
And and the human goes, forget me powder we need. Okay! And then he gets up and he opens the door and he peeks in and he says, Squatch need forget me powder! And then he opens the door and he beckons you back in. And as you enter the rear room, followed by the human behind you, you see the Birdman, Kidagree. He's seated on one of the two benches in front of a library of books, old, wet, and dilapidated. And he looks up again and he says, You're back so soon! Yes, yes, we need need to forget. We need Halfling to forget book and competition. You need forget me, Powder? Yes, yes. And he opens up his, he's got like, um, he opens up his robe. You see, it's like, you know, like an arcade guy with a bunch of quarter things. I don't know what you call them, but instead of quarter things, it's instead of quarters, it's like, looks like there's reagents in each of the thing. And he looks down at his belt and he goes, and in his hand, he lets some flower petals into them. He's like, okay, crush, crush these and give to your forget me man. Yes, yes, the, the petals. Yes, all right. Time to crush. And Squirts will put the petals on the ground and start stepping on them. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 they're crushed. Yes, yes, <laughs> and then she'll, yes, uh, yes, once it's crushed, yes. crush the petals. Yes, yes. And uh, keep crushing it until they're a fine powder, clearly okay. mixed with a lot of the dirt that's on the floor as well. And sure. Bring the powder over to the halfling. Okay. You must make drink. Make drink. Make drink. Give the drink. Oh, oh, oh drink. Yes, uh, drink. Mm. Uh, so uh, Squirts will set down chunks and take out the salt shaker and pour the salt that was in the salt shaker on the ground and start spitting into the salt shaker and add mm-hmm. some of that forget-me-not dust into it. This is going to take a little bit to produce enough spit. So Squirts will realize this about 10 minutes in and then look up at Burrell and maybe Nash, who might be a little wet and nothing, (laughs) and then hold up the bottle. Spit! Oh, spit! Spit, Nash! Spit! I don't know if I... All right, I'll try and I'll take that weird distended mouth thing and try to conjure up Nash saliva for the cause. Okay, you're able to spit as you normally would as a human. Pretty normal mouth. All right. Anyone spit else? (laughs) Well, I have just learned that birds can spit thanks to the show and me having to Google. So, yes, follow help spit into the bottle. Bird spit. Salt shaker. Okay. Well, kid degree up too, and then he walks up and he goes, "What doing? What doing? What doing? What doing?" And he sort of does this sort of, "What doing? What doing?" I will stand back watching this. <laughs> you have no help. I've never missed Stanley so much. <laughs> And then Kidigri looks to um, the human and he says, can you get me a glass of water, please? Yes. No, wait, hang on. 
<laughs> Squirt if he slow, has water, he close the top and start shaking the powder <laughs> with the spit. <laughs> All right, time for halfling drink. And then she'll hold the the potion up to the halfling's mouth and try and pour it in. All right, well, you pour it. It's because it's a salt shaker. It sort of sprays out like a shower head into his mouth. <laughs> And eventually ends up in his mouth. Doesn't seem to want to swallow, though. You're going to have to get a swallow action going. Oh, let's see. We must make swallow now. And then Squirts will start massaging the halfling's throat. Okay. Medicine check. <laughs> All right. It's an 11. Okay, so you massage it, but you have kobold fingers. So they're sharp and razory, and you, you end up putting a whole bunch of cuts on his neck and <laughs> just making the skin really dry. But eventually you massage it so that it goes down. But he's, like, pretty vandalized on his neck in terms of cuts and stuff. He's razor burn. He think he cut himself. It's funny. <laughs> and then Squirts will start putting dirt back into the salt shaker so she has a little rattle for chunks. <laughs> Well, there you go. Now he will forget. Uh, thank you for the water. And he licks the water. From and how much will he forget? Um, some. Not an exact science. Not an exact science. Is it a is it a time but thing? I'm glad you've come back. I didn't think I would see you till tomorrow, Squirts. But I'm glad you found your way back to me. Yes, yes, Pharrell, Pharrell. You remember? It. You remember like a couple? How long ago was it? Was it like it was earlier today that you were here, right? Yeah, it would have been yesterday because we slept at the inn. Oh, it was right. yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's right. In the morning, the um, uh, the priest of Paylor came to offer you job and you know support and stuff. Okay. I'm glad you've come back so soon because I've I've had a great conversation with Kidigree. We found the we found the the one we will trick that we will make great humiliation of. Yes, yes, Do you who? Well, he is a human man who's very young. Yes, 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 and he has become the premier expressionist of his craft. He is the envy of all others who participate in this realm. But he is quite young, and he is quite arrogant, and he believes it is his destiny to be so great. But the truth is, he is not that good. And we will humiliate him. And it just so happens that I believe you know who I speak of. Speak of. Speak of. Me, me, maybe. Squirts not know too many humans. But you know you have the book of this human. I see the book in the hand. Varel has the book. 
Varel has the book. Varel, you have the book. I gave it to nothing, but I know where this is going. Oh, I thought that was Varel, and that was nothing. He points to you, nothing, and he says, You're not Pharrell! Nothing. Well, nothing has the book. Someone has the book. I saw a glimpse of the book. It's nothing. Kenja. Okay. Nothing pulls out the book. Kenja is a great competitor in the M-fighting scenario of this place. He thinks he is so great. He has not lost a competition in ten years. I think that we should humiliate him. Yes, yes. We ruin robots. Now, what would be humiliating to someone like Ganja? Hold on, Nash is confused. Who is Ganja's this guy here? The halfling? Ganja is the author of this book that you obtained from the library. Okay. He's the greatest marionette fighter in all of Sigil. He thinks he is the best at it. But what if Varel were to dethrone him? A noob player who has never played before. I have bad news for you, bird. Varel only plays by the rules. That is okay. He's honorable. He's not going to cheat his way to the top of anything. No cheating. No cheating, of course. But tricks... Tricks are not cheating. No, tricks not not cheating. Not cheating. Tricks are not cheating. And we have many tricks. Morel, you are silent. Do you not wish to compete in the marionette fighting? Or have has my conversation with Kidagree been wrong? No, we are we plan to become very rich by reading his book. How would we defeat him without cheating? Not cheating. Not cheating. Tricks. So explain the tricks. Bird. Mm. Well, there are a great many competitors there tomorrow. So I have a way to be a part of the competition tomorrow. I, As each round is decided who will fight who, I will ensure that Varel receives the easiest of combatants to fight. Varel, does that sound like cheating to you? No, no, Chunks! Chunks! Chunks, be quiet! We good! No, that should be easy for Varel. Fight easies. Fight yes. easies, Varel. Not cheat Vor- tricks. Vor- Varel will fight easies. I will make sure it happens. And then what Squirts can do, Squirts, you can make sure the competitors that he faces get sick. Yes, yes. Not cheating if a competitor gets sick. Yes, my bite worse than my bark. Yes. <laughs> Some people get sick, and then they can compete as well. And so we'll make sure that people get sick. And then he opens up his cloak again, and he, in the palm of his hand, he puts a stack of about 16 little cylinders. They look like 
very tiny syringes. Sprites, here you go. Six yes. sticks. Oh, six sticks. Thank you. Yes, yes. We get so many people sick. You have to be careful. You do not get caught. There were many rules there. And then the trick is no good if you get caught. No one pay attention to me. Squirt's too small. So do not make just anyone sick. Find out who Varel is competing against. And then make them sick. So they can't play as good. Yes, yes. Sound good. Sound good. Yes. Not cheating. Tricks. Tricks. Remember, the most important thing is we humiliate Kanja. And what would be more humiliating than a new player defeating all of the competition, including him, throwing all of his supposed knowledge about the game out the window? I see you have his treaties. No one will want to read that after Varel defeats him. Yes? Sounds like cheating to me. Which tricks, by, not cheating. Which, by tricks. the way, I'm not opposed to quote-unquote tricks. I use my one hand with a little finger quote. Remember, you came to me for aid to help resurrect your friends. I need a great humiliation. So you may find it troublesome to do tricks. But how else are we to appease the god of humiliation without some humiliation? Very well. We will undergame this game. Good, 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 good. It will be a great humiliation. It, the tears of Kanja, I can taste them now when he is at the finals and he loses and he begins to cry and I will be there, fly, flap, 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 and then I will lick his tears. Oh, they will be delicious. Kidigree will love them. Right. Okay, well, we've made a plan. We must ready for the games tomorrow. Yes, ready for games. Ready for games! Excellent. Well, Nash, nothing. Shall we go? Don't forget yes, your sleepy yes. halfling. Right, yes, we will deposit him somewhere safe. With okay. unknown amounts of memories. <laughs> <laughs> you do good, Squirts. Yes, yes. Best tricks. Best tricks. Well, that's all for now. I'll see you tomorrow on the field of battle. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> All right. And, you know, with that, you're allowed to leave or you can stay. Uh, Kid Agree moves sort of back to his bench and sits down and opens a book and begins reading it. I hate these birds so much. I freaking hate them. All right. The squirts will start to lead them out back toward the library district to drop off the body. Yeah. Okay, so you end up exiting the goblin suit who says, Bye for now! <laughs> and then the Bye. weird, deranged human priest goes, It was nice seeing you again, Squirts. And then yes, you make you your too. way out the, 
make, make your way out the front door and walk down the alleyway. And as you walk to the back to the T-junction, you look down the left to the right of the alley. You see they both lead to streets. And you turn around to look at the way you came to go back to the church. And it's just a wall that's there. And there's no alley. Right. Okay. That happened, correct? <laughs> correct. Yes! We should deposit this halfling back near the library. Should he awaken with some memory of where he was. Okay. So the party, uh, in agreement, makes its way quietly you know, down the um, alleyways again, so as not to be spotted, holding sort of what looks to be maybe a corpse there. And as you get close to the library, you lay him gently on the ground. On the steps, you know, kind of prop him up. Right in the front of the library. Yeah, well, you know, not so that the door hits him, but, you know, to the side of it. So when he awakens, he is perhaps thinking he got his butt beat or who knows how far back we deleted and I'd right. like to well, I'd like to down. scan the area for anyone who watches us do this. Just I don't want anyone seeing us do this. Well, it is broad daylight, so as you put them down in the front area, there are people who see you, but there's kind of a New York vibe in that you're probably doing something weird, but nobody gives a crap, it seems like. <laughs> as, as you kind of do these things, there's just like a... Okay. You do them, and people see you putting them down there gently, sleeping. And nobody interferes. Okay. All right. Uh, Squirts, do you require any preparations for your tricks? We need, we need competitors. Need to know who you fight. So we need to obtain the list. How would Are we you go about here doing to that? Participate in the games? Yes, that guy. What was? Never mind. You have no additional information, but that was helpful. <laughs> what was his name? Where is he located? Is there an M fighting league center of some kind? Well, there's where you went to go sign up. Remember? Yes, but that was. Wait, that was this morning. Okay. So we need to obtain a copy of the list. All right. Um. Squirts? Yes? Shall we go trick the signer upper? Yes, yes, we trick everybody. Just the signer upper. And we'll head that way. Oh. All right. So you, you you make your way back to the um, the, the gym district where the signups were for it, and uh, you see that there's a, again still a little lineup uh, out this small sort of house built. It's more of a house where signups are taking place, and um, you still have the address because it was on the you know the document that you took for it. Um, yeah. Oh, and you also went to the Coliseum. You went to the um, the Coliseum itself. Yes. Remember? Yeah, so you're going to the signer-upper and not the gymnasium. Correct. Got it. So, okay, you make your way to the uh, signer-upper, and you see that there's a lineup around outside the door, about seven or eight people. You can't see in the building, but you know the signer-uppers are in there. 
Okay. All right. We need to make a plan. We need to get the lineup. We need to get the the, the gladiatorial lines that eventually establish who will fight who, yes? Correct. Okay. Who would have those? How do we get them? My guess is... I don't know what we're calling them. The signer-uppers. They have the list. I don't think they give that to people willingly, or maybe it's posted somewhere. I can float overhead and see if I can see a posting of the competitors. Do you want me to try that? Yes. Do that. All right. So I'm going to float over those eight to seven people you mentioned. Try to do so, you know, not stealthily, but out of everyone's way. I don't want to bother anyone, and I want to see if I can see somewhere inside the place if there is a posting of the competitors or any kind of list of names. Okay, perception check, please, as you look around inside the house for information. 16. All right. So you sidle on up past the line and peer into the house to look around, maybe get a bit of altitude so you can see over some heads. And you look into the room and see that there are two tables and there's sign-up tables going on. There appears to be a lot of paperwork there. There's nothing really posted on the walls. The walls are bare. So any information they have, they're keeping them stored at their desk, probably under a, in a drawer underneath, you know, sliding the papers into a box underneath their desk. All right. Um... And the rather large orc-looking dude goes, Hey, get in the back of the line. Sorry, got confused. And I'll I'll float back and tell Varel what I saw or what I didn't see. Okay. Well, then those are just the names. And the lineup hasn't been made yet. So we'll have to address that in the morning. Now, there was some, some implying, I think, on the part of Kidigree that, that Squirts might poison them once she knows who you're facing, basically. Okay. Tomorrow at the match, potentially. It was implied. That doesn't necessarily mean your plan is bad. I just, in case I wasn't clear, you know. All right. Then we read the book. We prepare for battle. Okay, so where would you like to read the book? Yeah, we don't right really. There in the street. We need a. Yeah. <laughs> we need nothing a... is produced. The book and is holding it out to Varel. Put that. Put that down. Everyone here might get very excited. Nothing puts the book down on the ground. No. Nothing. <laughs> All right. And I look at Nash, who has no pockets. Squirts, who is too small. Nothing. Pick the book back up. Put it back in your storage containers. We will return to the inn where we will read it in secret, over a delicious lunch, perhaps. Then, we shall discuss it and make our strategy. Nothing nods, picks up the book, tucks it in a backpack. All right. (laughs) Back to the inn then, everyone. All right, so you guys make your way back uh, to the inn, um, to the soggy feather, that is, uh, making your way down roads, back to familiar territory. You enter in, and it's getting to be afternoon, 
You see there's a rather large lunch crowd in there as you open up. Uh, there is a table in the corner that's free that can fit all four of you, as well as there's seats at the bar. Bill's back there, just being Bill, making drinks, uh, especially coffees with arcane spice in them. Hmm. Let's make our way upstairs, and we will read the book in the comfort of our executive suite. All right, you push your way past the uh, tables and chairs and make your way to the, the steps. Bill gives you a, uh, sort of a nod, and you make your way into your executive suite. I'll give him an awkward Toodles hand back. Okay. Toodles it is. Right, back in the room. Nothing. Take out the book. He produces the book. All right. We need to extract as much knowledge from this as possible. And knowing that he is our primary opponent, we must find errors in a game we do not understand. Is everyone ready? Let's do it. Yes. All right. And I'll walk over to the table and I will open the book on the table. All of us gathered around like a nice portrait. And we will begin flipping pages. Okay, so all of you begin reading together uh, over each other's shoulders, trying to understand the tome. Now, through all this, with the basic, you have you got the basic rules as part of the handout, as well as this book, you're able to piece together the following. That Big Time Smackin' Brothers is a marionette fighting competition. And your marionette, uh, it's a 1v1 competition. Each marionette is controlled by a happy stick. And basically the happy stick has... A stick for left, right, up, down, up to jump, down to duck. And then you have a series of four buttons. And one is quick punch, one is heavy punch, one is quick kick, and one is heavy kick. You're able to block. And if you successfully block attack, you have a chance of gaining rush, speeding up the your next attack. Now, there are two ways to lose uh, at Big Time Smackin' Brothers. One is to have your hit points be depleted to zero. And if that's the case, your character dies and the opponent wins. And the other way is if the opponent's stagger meter hits 100, you can use a big-time smackaroo to knock him into the stratosphere and auto-win on a stagger win. Um, so there's every character has access to all of these moves. Now, the other thing that you notice is that you can be dazed, which means that you're not allowed to attack back while the enemy pummels you but you can make a combo breaker saving throw if you're hit two or more times while dazed. Finally, uh, the, the last little bit of rules that you learn here is that there is an armor class and that being able to hit the opponent is reliant on your ability to be dexterous. So you being talented as well matters, not just the hero. Now, the book you end up reading uh, goes into a lot of details about what's the ideal way to play the game. Uh, that there are certain meta picks and strategies that are better than others. And without being specific about it, um, the techniques involved in winning a match. So, as a result, how many uh, reading this book and fully understanding its strategies will require six hours of reading. Are you committing to this full six hours of story time? I am. All right. 
I've got that doesn't mean everyone has to. I don't. I, yeah, all but. I can do is float. It's cost me no money or effort to do anything else. I'll just float and look and read. Okay. So um, you can just write this on a piece of paper, but what you can do is you can now add the skill Dix, um, M fighting or marionette fighting to your to your uh, list of skills. You can just write it down with a pen somewhere and have it. And you can now add your dexterity modifier to the attack rolls you make while doing it. Now, you are not skilled because you can't just read a book and automatically be skilled without more practice and apprenticeship, but you do now get your dexterity bonus uh, as a result. So hopefully you guys have a dexterity bonus. Is it zero for you, Varel, or is it you get something out of it? I got a two. Zero for me. I got no dexterity bonus. Would this count as an effect of which I am not incapacitated against? Huh? Let me let me look at the feature as a barbarian. Danger sense. You have advantage on dex saving throws against effects you can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Yeah, so it would work on your combo saving throw. Sweet. Now the combo saving throw doesn't actually benefit from your character sheet at all, but it is a saving throw. Okay, cool. So it has to do with your reaction time. Okay. So six hours goes by. Everyone gains the benefit of being able to marionette fight now. Cool. It feels like it's getting to be nighttime or dinner time. Everyone's starting to get pretty hungry, considering they haven't eaten yet today. Well, well done all. Well read. We should feast and rest our minds. Does Nash get hungry? Yeah. I have no body. Mm, you do. Okay. So, <laughs> just it's smaller than normal. Yeah, but I mean, does, so there's a stomach in my heart somewhere? Like, all that stuff's good? You don't know. You just know that you feel hungry. Okay. Without dissecting you to see exactly how it's working in there, you really don't know what's going on. All right, well, I'll say, well, I don't know how this is possible, but we should eat. <laughs> I'm hungry. All right. You guys make your way back down to the inn? Yeah, let's go to the inn. Okay. So the party then, after having read the book, is now voracious and make their way back down to dinner. Um, the dinner time place is emptied out quite a bit. There isn't actually any customers in there right now. It's very quiet. Bill's there doing Bill things, like cleaning up some dishes. Wiping off his bar. He goes, hey! Pharrell, you're back. Yes, and I got my head in the book still. I'm looking through the characters, trying to decide which one I'm going to play as. Well, that's an interesting uh, take on things. What is Bill? Well, you've, you've landed here in... in... Sig- Sigil with uh, out a penny to your name and the plan is to win an M fighting championship it looks like if you ask me seems like a bit of a long shot I just want to see you get land on your feet buddy I don't don't mean defense you none taken uh, you posed me with some interesting quandaries, though. 
it seemed bounty hunting was not a noble profession, and the pit fighting did not reach my goals either. Mm. Yeah. I know it sucks. It's hard to hear, especially if you say that you're a king from some other kingdom. That really, your best bet's probably to go help dig some ditches. Or be a blacksmith's apprentice. You got the arms for it. Steady income. That's how you do it. But anyways, you never know. You may get lucky and win the M-Fighting competition. But let me tell you, there isn't anyone who doesn't know who this Kanja guy is. He's only in his 20s. And he's won the con- uh, the, the big-time Smackin' Brothers tournament like 10 years in a row. Nobody can beat him. So if you're thinking you're going to win the prize pool, you've got a you got a really stacked competition uh, against you. I'm aware. I am taking certain precautions. Yes, yes, precautions, bro. <laughs> and then Squirts will giggle to herself. Well, all right then. I, hey, man, it's your three days. I just, you know. I like you, Voril. I just, I hate to see somebody maybe wasting their time on something when they could be, you know, doing something good. But it's just me. Don't let me, don't let me tell you how to live your life. You know, you do what you got to do. Thank you, Bill. I am moved by your gesture, and I have no doubt that I could procure one of your menial jobs in a short amount of time. Should I fail? I think so too. I'm probably being concerned for nothing. You have fun at this M-Fighting Championship. They don't probably have marionettes where you're from. What a delight. Can I get you anything to eat? Yes. <laughs> we are hungry and we would like to feed. All right, what do you want? Well, I'm running out of vouchers slowly, but please, whatever is available is fine by me. All right, well, we got chicken and pork super stew. You want that? What makes it super? What's super about it? Well, it's super because my wife Pam makes it. She's super, and whatever she makes is super. It tastes good. It's just a name to help sell it a little better. Because everyone, everywhere you go, they got chicken and pork stew. But only the soggy feathers got chicken and pork super stew. It's got a little... Mm special ingredients we have our well pam's uncle used to make it a certain way it's a family thing she won't even tell me what's in it but it's good i like it it'll serve us well nash you want some super stew i'll i'll have your super stew and it better be super squirts can i take you down for an order yes yes one for chunks too okay uh, nothing. Super stew. All right, let's do that. So, uh, <laughs> you got your voucher, you and Nash, but that'll be, uh, five copper a bowl for, uh, nothing squirts and, well, chunks will feed them for free. So 10 copper. Who has money? Squirts will search her pockets and pull out some rusty bottle caps. Ah, uh, squirts, that ain't copper. I need copper. 
Trick, tricks, yes. Okay. You can't Squirtle. pay for food with tricks, uh, Squirt. I need copper. All right, Squirts will search around and find some copper. Okay, thank you. Oh, Chunks is chatty. Chunks likes stew. All right, so do you give him five copper? Or... Yeah, yeah, I'll give him five okay. copper. Nothing, I need your five copper. Or am I putting it on your tab? Tab. All right. You should put it on his bill. <laughs> Get it? Nothing? Because you're a bird. Get it? You're not a duck, but you're a bird. I take back what I said about you being nasty. You're kind of funny guy. <laughs> I thought you were a little baby, but now that I'm over that, you're not too bad. You have a good sense of humor. All right, Pam. Pam, get... Gee, he throw, takes the little ticket with it. I need five bowls of super stew. All right. Uh, you guys want anything to drink with that? What do you have? Well, we've got mead. I got coffee. And uh, this thing called orange juice. I'll have the orange juice. Varel. Uh, I'll I'll have what Nash is having, and continue reading my book. Okay. Two orange juices. Nothing. You want something to drink? Mead. Okay. Squirts. No, no. We just eat. We eat. Okay. And he goes and he gets two orange juices for Varel, and for Nash, and a mead for nothing. The bowls don't take long to come out. After about a few minutes, the bowls come out, and are you guys sitting at the bar or at the table? Uh, at one of the tables. Uh, tables. All right, very good. I mean, I'll just be floating, but yeah. All right, so Varel's lost in study, and the rest of you begin eating your your dinner plates, um, and nothing. Uh, sort of twinge in the air. Some sort of electricity or change in the atmosphere. You feel that something is coming. Nothing immediately drops the food, looks around, and moves to the darkest corner she can find. Okay. Casually, not like a run, but just like a, oh, almost like a, I forgot something over here. All right, and then as you do that, the door opens up, and uh, a human man walks in. Now, he, this guy's also kind of skinny. He's wearing a vest and striped pants. He's got a sort of a bull hat on the top of his head, and there's a mop of brown hair. And you you, you know this person immediately. But he doesn't see you from the corner. And he walks up to the bar, and he sits down, and he pulls up a seat. He says, I'll take a mead there, lad. And then Bill he, he puts down like a couple of copper on the on the on the bar, and Bill gets some mead, pours it into a mug, puts it on the bar for him. And then this person says, You haven't happened to see a bird around here, have you? A bird? And then Bill looks around, looks over at you, and then he nods over to the corner where you're sitting. And this man with the bull hat turns to you and then he smiles and his smile is nothing but gold and diamond teeth 
As he looks over and he smiles, he's like, ah, there you are, birdie. And that's where we'll take our break. Oh, man. Man. All right. Nice. It's freaking right. birds so are going to we'll get see us each in trouble. Other in five to ten minutes. Yep. Everyone go pee. Do what you got to do. We'll be right back. Whoops. There you go. Be right back. And uh, we won't be long. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, now we're going. Sorry. Go ahead, Bo. Part two. Go. All right. The four of you are back in the soggy feather. Varel, Nash, and Squirts are eating their super stew in the corner, whereas nothing, you retreated to a darkened part of the room. And when last we left off, a man with a bowl hat and brown hair, a vest with a shirt underneath and striped, sort of these striped pants, and walked up to the bar and asked, for the Birdman, and Bill nodded in your direction. Now you know this individual nothing. He is someone who puts people together, a fixer, someone that you've gotten work from before. Not a particularly trustworthy fellow, but he's never wronged you. The fact that he's coming to look for you specifically is a little unusual. And he circles over in the bar, he looks at you, and he says, Well, there you are. Why don't you come on and grab a seat next to old Pelvis? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't heard about Pelvis before. That's a great name. <laughs> uh, all right, nothing will kind of step out of the shadows, walk over, wait for him to sit down but then take a, a seat assuming he does yeah he sits down takes his mead that he ordered for bill takes a drink what are you drinking there lad can i get you some of that mead it's all right mead all right bill get him one there there you go nothing and uh pelvis puts a few more coppers on the Well, if it isn't the Ebon Skulker himself, it's good to see you, lad. And tell it's me, why you, you. why are you hanging out in a place like this? It's Nothing so gestures towards the uh, the others. Show them around. Oh, you found yourself a few clueless there, eh? So tell me, what do they got? What's the chant with them? Nothing kind of shrugs. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't tell me then. Listen, I got... I came here for some business with you. Basher's work. I came to the only cutter I know that could do this for me. interested yes he doesn't seem phased by it he's used to your weird parroting ways he says well that's good then because I got got an important job for you he reaches into his pocket and he 
pulls out a folded piece of paper. He has it under his hand. You can just see it jutting out a little bit. He sort of slides it over to the bar to you. He waits for your hand to cover it and take it. Okay. Casually reach over and slide it back across. All right. There's an address in there where you can where you can meet the client. He's got an important job for you. It'll be triple the usual fee. How does that sound to you? Nothing nods. Good, good. Now, I don't have any details for you here, but you go to the address on that paper I gave you. It's for a magic shop. They'll give you a portal key where you can meet the client. And they'll tell you what they want for you. Now, I've got to impress upon you, Eben. This one, uh, this one's got to get done right. Can't have anybody screwing it up, which is why I came to find you. Well, good. So you agree to do it then? Nothing nods. All right. And then so pelvis takes the mug of mead and kicks it back and goes puts the mug on the counter he says well that was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be and then he puts a hand up to the the barkeep as if to wave goodbye and he says alright then I'll be seeing you when the job's done I'll be seeing you when the job's done Thank you. And he gets up and he moves towards exiting the door, but he looks over at the table with Pharrell, Nash, and squirts at it. And he smiles at the table. And there's teeth filled with gold and diamond, shiny and sprinkly and terrorizing all at once. Then he exits the building. And then you hear other footsteps clanking armor and metal. He definitely had a retinue of people with him as you hear a large procession move down the road. What was his deal? I don't like that guy. Bird. Pockets the paper, goes back, sits down where she was. Bird, what was that about? A job. Are we part of this job or no? No. Well, all right then. Then I'll turn around and float float back to where I was. <laughs> Nash, you need to pick your character. Oh, okay. Uh, what have you... Did you already pick one? I've picked mine. One that speaks to me and one that should complete our quest to the best. The humiliation. Um. Then we, with the study we've done, will I will I have a um a specific kind of choice I want to make? Uh, so you're able to pick your hero uh, each time you play a match, so you don't ever have to play the same thing. Okay. There are 16 heroes to choose from on the list of heroes. 
there is uh, Bland, a male human monk. Uh, there's Kung, a fighter king with powerful attacks. He's a lizard folk. And there's Rubles, a kobold. Likes to have fiery, tricksy attacks. There's a long list that goes down that I sent earlier in the week. Oh, right. In that list, you slacked us. Yeah, I don't know be... if I can go through all 16 here. No, no, that's no, fine. Um... There's one here that I thought would suit you well. His moveset seems similar to yours. His name is Buster Balls McBuster. <laughs> really? Uh, all right. And as you have no balls, he could not bust them, and he should be quite the powerful pick for you. Uh, sure. I'm really hoping by tomorrow I have two hands, but I don't know for sure. But if you think that one will fit me in the, my current form, then I'll, I'll I'll take your word for it. And you're right, I have no balls. Now, we have read in the book here that you can change characters every match, but from the small man during, in, during the lineup, I have learned that maining Kung would be a great insult to my enemies, as he is for noobs only. Mm. And I plan to main Kung all of tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, that sounds good. I'll be the balls guy. <laughs> now, what I can't figure out about this game is whether or not the famous quotes are for me to yell to do the attacks. So I must memorize these well. In order to perform a heavy kick, I should yell, taste the grain of my lands. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think you should feel good to say whatever you want to say. I didn't realize there was a verbal uh, aspect to this. Well, you enjoy many of your spells in verbal form. I figured that would come naturally to you. That's true. Nothing. Which character so you select? Nothing. Goes over, looks at the book starts flipping through it uh, and points to uh, Shadizzy? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Shadesy. Shadesy, which seems to be the one that looks most like nothing. But you can say Shadizzy if you want it. That's a female drider, Dow Rider. Drow Rider, uh, rather. Uh, yeah. A dangerous underdark rogue that strikes from the shadows. That reminds me of something Stanley would have taken. And I bow my heart ever so slightly, missing Stanley. All right, the bird has the pick. What's the, what's the little trash monkey going to do? We stab people, <laughs> and then Squirts will realize she just screamed it across the bar, and go very quietly. I will stab people. Mighty Squirts win. You sound like Squirt. Scalpel, female goblin. Squirts did not register. Squirts, you cannot stab people at the event. Oh, right. No, no, uh, uh, not not stab tricks. 
squirts will trick people. You plan to trick people out of their blood. Squirt, squirts have sticks from priest. How do you administer sticks? Make I them see. sick. Stab tricks. Squirts. That's not sickness. That is injury. No, you see, you see, squirts do this before. Just little pinch. Trick is something get under skin. Nothing's supposed to get under skin. Right. Okay. <laughs> None will survive. <laughs> All right. Nothing flips a couple more pages and points to another fighter and is now pointing to uh, Scrumptious. All right. And Scrumptious is a male Aarakocra, 30s. An old and rotund bird chef that attacks and prays with clerical power of cooking. Wow. Cooking? Power of cooking. Nothing reaches into her backpack, produces a small white chef's hat, and places it on her head. Whoa, you have a chef's hat? Is that you? Well. Is, that, is that Bo asking, or is that a, an empty? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he had a chef's hat. Like, <laughs> Do you really have one of those in your inventory? I don't think it's officially in my inventory. I have a set of chef implements, which I am taking to include a chef's hat. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Strange. Keeps but okay. keeps feathers out of the food. And then nothing takes it off. All right, you take that back off. You put it away. And there you go. So we've got Kung. We've got Balls. Uh, what was the one? Scrumptious. That's our team. How do we feel? Mighty. Team feels mighty. All right, well, the trash monkey approves. Varel, are you okay with this? It's the best shot we have, and we have to appease our clerical benefactors to make sure that Stanley and Hope are returned to their bodies. So, whether or not we have victory or not tomorrow, we must be prepared to humiliate him in some way, then. If we can't make it to the finals, we will have to find a new way to humiliate. We'll need a backup plan. If I have any of my form back tomorrow, I would like to hope that I'd be better prepared for this. I feel like a floating problem. <laughs> I'm, nowhere, I'm nowhere near my fighting strength. So even with a the, if a backup plan requires me to be more than I am, I hope I hope I am that tomorrow. Well, then we shall improvise. Hopefully, we win the tournament and all goes well. And on that note, I guess we should get some rest. 
Prepare for tomorrow's tournament. Prepare for the big smackums of which we shall partake. All right. Perfect. Everyone Nothing shakes her head. A job takes out the piece of paper and starts reviewing it. Piece of paper just has an address on it. It's uh, 47 Castamir Lane. All right, I'm out, and I head toward... Are we in our rooms already? We already are, right? No, no, you're in the main... Uh, you're having Super Stew dinner. Oh, right. But the tournament does start at 9 a.m. sharp, so nothing wrong with an early turn-in in order to get the proper sleep. I'm going to float upstairs to my... Well, to the shared room I'm in and lay my heart down on its on the whatever I was before. I don't remember where I laid. Okay, perfect. Is everyone going to bed? No, nothing's heading to 47 Castamere Lane. Oh, you're going now. Okay. Was I not supposed to? Did I miss the time? I thought it was Well, you you mentioned it was a magic shop, so if it's evening, it's likely to be closed at this juncture. But you never know. Oh. Was I supposed to go right away? (laughs) He didn't say that, but the implied thing is that, you know, there's no time implied on it, that the contract was to be given from there. So, up to you. Oh, well, if it's closed, I guess there's no sense in going. Some text floated up and said, quest failed. (laughs) Ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) It turned out had five minutes and didn't (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what if Nash has to pee? Because he drank tonight and he is like, he's he's got the urges for hunger and thirst, but now he's got the urge to pee and he doesn't know what to do. It all has to be something you have to give consideration to tonight. You don't have a place to pee from. No, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I do. All right, here's what I'll do. <laughs> this will be fun. All right, I'm gonna. Is it? Do we have uh, facilities upstairs? Some you know that everybody normal can use, like a toilet. There is a pail. Okay, so I'm gonna hover over the pail, just directly yeah. above it, and I'm going to give in to the urge to pee and just see what happens. I don't know what will happen, but the urge is there. So I'm just going to float there and then just kind of let loose, you know, figuratively and, and literally whatever's holding back my sure. my pee and okay. uh, and then see how, how it goes. So what happens when I do that? So you attempt to pee, even though you don't have a pee hole and nothing happens, but a bit of blood does leak from one of your... Um, one of the sort of, not all of the um, arteries Ventri- leading to ventricles, your heart, yeah, necessarily yeah. Have ventricles, whatever, have appendages growing out of them. So because you're trying really hard to pee, you end up bleeding a little bit from any open ventricles. Great. So I'm going to sleep having to pee really bad and I can't pee. Wonder- you don't have wonderful. to pee. You don't, pain, feel, you don't feel the need to have to pee. Pain is life. Let's do it. I'll lay down. Ghost pee. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost right, Phantom so Pee. Yeah. Everyone's going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Phantom Pee Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is everyone ready to go to sleep? Yeah. Okay. Did I overhear so. the conversation at the bar or was that secret secrets? Uh, it was a quiet conversation. You would have okay. heard it. Um, okay, so uh, everyone goes to sleep. Everyone can long gain the benefit of a long rest. 
Do, 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 do. I think I already. And uh, Scott, you get two regrowth points with which to decide what to grow. Oh, um, I get remind me. I get to pick, but then you sort of roll to see if it worked or something. It's at my discretion. So if you're like, I grow one giant toe, I'll be like, nope, that didn't happen. Okay. Think again. Um, another hand. For my okay. first, for my first growth, an additional hand, please. Okay, and what for your second point? The rest of my body. Just kidding. No, um, I didn't think so. Um, let's do. Uh, oh, jeez. Trying to think what's useful here. Um, I guess I was just talking about ping, but I don't want to. I don't. I don't have a wiener, so I can't re. I can't regrow it. Yeah, but you could say your urethra. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could say that, but I do. I really want to say that. Um, I want to grow. Uh, oh, geez, this is harder than I thought it would be. I'd like to have a. I'd like I'd also like to have a foot if I could. <laughs> okay, done. All right. So now, instead of one finger, you've now got two arms, like just forearms, okay. up to you know, hand and forearm. And then one foot is dangling. Okay. In whichever direction you choose, it could be up, down, whatever. For Coming now, and I still, I can still. Do I still float? You're still floating currently. All right. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I just have that hanging there, ready to go when it's needed. Perfect. So you now have two arms, two hands, a foot, an eye, and a mouth. Awesome. I will be way more useful in the competition this way. So, in the two hands anyway. Okay, so morning comes quickly. Uh, Scott, you wake up with the extra appendages. Uh, Varel, you see the sunlight sort of creak into the windows underneath the bed. Uh, squirts, you see it through the trash blanket that you have. And nothing, I don't know, nothing, I guess you sleep just upright? Yeah, you just again? perched in a chair near the fireplace. Yeah. And you hear the rest of the room rustle, and that's what wakes you. It's early morning. The competition starts at 9. It's like 6 a.m., do I know what time the magic shop opens? <laughs> no. <laughs> you have no idea. You just knew it was too late last night. So okay. if you wanted to stop by the magic shop, you can. All right. I'll get an early start. I'll go to the magic shop. All right. You just take off of that, everyone. Yep. Okay. So uh, you, everyone hears the door open and close and um, uh, nothing. You make your way down to... You're already in the market district, so you make your way down to the street that was described there, Castamere Lane. And you see that there's a... It's like a house, you know, not so much a shop, but a house, and it has some potions and, and rings of power sort of dangling from a sign at the top. And uh, in the window, you see, like, this sort of complicated series of Bunsen burners and, and potion pipes sort of bubbling purples and blue liquids probably doesn't do anything but just looks more fancy and eye drawing than anything else but you find your place it doesn't it's not really marked with any name though there's no like such and so shop there's no name that you can see okay go over try the door try the door the door is unlocked all right i'll enter all right you enter and you enter into a small sort of house-like area and the shelves are filled with books and little knickknacks. Uh, so there, there are rings and there are um, what appears to be reagents, you know, just very small amounts uh, on various shelves. 
Uh, there's a little small counter, almost more like a podium, really. And there's uh, an old, old-looking green-skinned dude, black beardy hair, and it all looks wet and moppy, and he's he's sort of green. And uh, you recognize him as Githyanki, and he's because you've lived in this area before, but he looks very strange, very old. And he goes, "Yes, good morning. Good morning. How can I help you?" Hold up the note with the address, and just say, "Receive a portal key to the client." Oh, oh. You would not say the portal key part. You would know that that's way too hot of a topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, you would just say, say "Receive client." You say the rest, but you would know not to say portal key. Okay. Okay. You know. Name. It's nothing. Oh, I need your name. Nothing. He just cuts his eyes at you. And he looks down. You see behind the podium, he's got like a this little Rolodex thing or something. He starts putting his fingers through. He goes, ah, ha, ha. And he takes out this little card. I'll be right back. Wait here. And then he makes his way into the back room. And a few minutes goes by and you hear a bunch of boxes sort of fall down. <laughs> and then he appears from the back and walks in and he's got a little box made of sort of like a wooden box, very small. He's holding it in both hands, but it fits perfectly in there. He hands it over to you. Okay, take it. And then he points to a door in the back of this house area you see that there's this it's rounded on top this sort of wood door with like a handle that pulls out like a loop handle use it in there nothing nods and turns and head towards it so you open up the door and it's like um almost like a changing room just a has white walls little bench nothing else in there empty and you enter in and close the door behind you take out the object he gave me and look at it. Okay, so you open up the box and you see inside there's basically in the shape of a pyramid there's it's, it's just a little device made of marble in the shape of a pyramid. It looks like it has a button on one side. Push it. Okay, you push the button and reality turns into a large sort of goopy purple pile as it and now you're in a wooden room and it's all wood on three sides and the floor is all wood and the ceiling seems to reach out into infinity as you look up you see no end and the fourth wall has what looks like I describe as you know in a Catholic church when you go to see a father and speak to someone there's like this grainy kind of window that's cross thatched you can't see on the other side but a moment, merely a moment passes and you can make out the outline of a humanoid. Can't tell what it is but you can make out the outline of a humanoid and that appears to sit down on the other side and wait. Okay. We'll approach. And the voice is distorted and says, please take a sheet. Right. Sit down. 
You were sent here by Pelvis. I'm told you were the Burke for the job. Yes, yes. Good. So I trust you know no questions asked. Yes. And I trust you are aware of the consequences for failure. Yes, yes. Good. There is a man by the name of Stevius. Runkley. <laughs> He's sweet, but without calories. He is a noted member of the Godsmen in Sigil, and he is wanted by particular persons for some unfinished business. You must go to the high quarters of Sigil and kidnap this individual. Take the portal key that you have here and ferry him to the hive and use the portal key at the following address. 10 Belshimer Lane. Using the spell key, or the portal key in that home, will take you to the abyss. There you will deposit Stevius and return to Sigil. You will have one hour before the portal will permanently be closed to you, and you will remain in the abyss as well. Simple enough for you? What sort of time frame? As soon as possible, but if you need time to prepare for such a high-profile kidnapping, we understand. No more than seven days. Uh, and then in Nash's voice, do you want me to do this stealthily? Yes. Do not get caught. Any other questions? No. If there's any equipment that you require that you cannot obtain on your own, please contact Pelvis. Yes, yes. Very well. If there's no further questions, I will be off. Remember, do not fail. No witnesses. And with that, the figure sort of dissipates, and you know that you are alone. Okay. I will stand, kind of lock all of that into memory, and depart. Okay, so you press the button again, and you're back in the room. Okay. Fold it up, put it in the backpack, and make my way back to the soggy feather. 
All right, and as you exit into the main magic shop, you notice that the Githyanki man is no longer there, and there's sort of a, a young human woman that goes, Oh, I didn't see you there. My, that's, that's quite a coat of feathers you have. Yes, yes. And then nothing will walk out the door. Okay. She looks a little dejected that you're just not going to speak to her, but then you walk out the door and return to the soggy feather. Okay. All right, the door opens, and the ebon sculptor re-enters the room. Nothing is everyone wakey-wakey? <laughs> Survey, is everybody still there? I mean, are we... <clears throat> what time is it there? About 6.30 in the morning. Oh, I'm still sleeping then. <laughs> oh. Nash right. has a very set regiment. Yeah. Nash doesn't get up before he needs to, so... Like, the competition starts at 9. <laughs> I'm good, man. I, I'm, I'll sleep till 7 if no All one right, wakes me up. Is everyone sleeping more? What time are you guys waking up? So, up to you. I'm so. under the bed uh, reading the book still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say I get up in an hour from then, so 7 a.m. Okay. Squirts? Not a moment before her. <laughs> Gertz will wait until she hears most everyone else wrestling around. Okay. All right. Well, uh, nothing. Everyone seems to be just languishing in their beds and not up and at them like you are. All right. Nothing will just drag the chair that she normally sleeps in over to. I'm assuming there's a window out, right? Yeah, for sure. Just sort of sits up, perches up on the back of it in a, you know, trying to get up higher and just looks out the window. waits for everybody else to wake up okay so an hour goes by and it becomes seven o'clock seven thirty we'll even say <laughs> everyone's still sleeping in yeah i mean nah, chunks is just has started crying so squirts is right. up okay if All it's right, seven it's i'm up there's baby crying yeah i'll wake up at seven that's my normal time i have an internal clock i'm good <laughs> that regrew first. We didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a literal clock in yeah, there. <laughs> it's internal, so yeah. can't yeah. see it. Okay. All right. So everyone begins waking up. And you hear there's a lot, lot of commotion on the streets outside. You hear... <laughs> as it's horns blare through the neighborhood. <laughs> Sorry, your fanfare made me laugh. <laughs> it's funny. I like it though. All right, what's going on out there? Some kind of ruckus. Varel, get out from under the bed. I'm reading about my special attacks. I know. <laughs> I know, but there's some kind of I, there's something going on out here. Oh, and look, I have a foot and another arm now. By the way. Feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, the silence is deafening as no one's impressed with your <laughs> regrowth. That makes you feel bad. Ah, whatever. Before you know it, I'll be back to full Nash. Nash, it isn't whatever. It says here that you have drunken determination. You need to know these things, or you'll lose today. Oh, I'll be fine. I when you reach. When you reach zero hit points, you need to declare yourself 
drunk. And you need to yell, now who stole my drink? But drunkenly. <laughs> in, which, in which you will then receive a debuff to armor class, and your combo breaking score is reduced by five. Are you getting this? Yes. It totally makes sense okay. to me. Let and me... then the speed of all your attacks is reduced by one. Right. This is all for balls, right? Yes. Okay. Now say it back to me. Oh, okay. Hold on. Why can't I? Okay. You named him Buster later on in here, Bo. Yeah, it's Buster Balls McBuster. I yeah, but know. his name is Balls in the up in the in the thing with the longer name next to it, and this says Buster with a longer name next to it. So, so yeah. it's okay either Good way. Point. You're right. You're right. <laughs> should I be Balls or should I be Buster? I kinda, Buster Balls Buster. I kind of like here. Balls. I like Balls for short. All right, doesn't matter. Uh, all right, Varel. Here's what I know. Uh, I can duck. And then attack. So check this out. Duck to use one of four attacks aimed low. Automatically dodge all standing and jumping attacks. That's pretty good. It is? Uh, I've got a special move called a wobbly haymaker, but that's blank. So I don't know what that is, but my passive is drunken determination. Like you said, when Buster reaches zero points, I'm sorry, balls. He is not defeated, but his armor class and combo breaker score are reduced by five, and the speed of all attacks is reduced by one. I got this. Excellent. I'm good. I'm balls. I feel we are ready. Look at my foot. I got a foot now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my foot. <laughs> it's not useful yet, but it will be. <laughs> no one gives a shit about my regrowth. That's fine. But if you were me, you'd be stoked. All right, so what do you guys want to do to prep for your morning? We should eat. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. But let us um, let us eat, and I'll continue to read. <laughs> All right, so everyone makes their way downstairs to have breakfast. And Bill says, hey, guys, it's the big day. Qualifiers start. You can hear the music playing out on the road. <laughs> That's all the, the fanfare having to do with the thing. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, I thought there was trouble. I figured it's, it's, uh, it's a long shot, and I like you, Varel. I'll make you a breakfast. Well, Pam will. Pam! Eggs and bacon. Have you ever had bacon before, Varel? Get your uh, nose out of the book for a second. Bacon isn't a character in here. No. Bacon's uh, from a pig. It's the best part of the pig. Pig, Boar. pig. Uh, there's a Minotaur character named Master Slice. I need to be aware of their strength and speed. Listen, dude. <laughs> I think I said got that from Nash because dude, dude's not a word I say normally. <laughs> Look, the, the the competition's about to start. Whatever training you've done, it's done. It's set in stone. You just need to go and have a good time. All right, Varel? You're probably not going to win. I hate to see people get obsessed about M fighting. Like a disease. Here, have some breakfast. Make you feel better. And he puts the plate of eggs and bacon in front of you. No, the only disease fighter is Archibald because they are possessed by a demon and void energy. No. Listen, you're getting obsessed with the game. It's getting unhealthy. 
Health. Uh, I have. Um, my character has twenty-five health. <laughs> Bill sh- hangs his head. Eat your breakfast, dude. Eat your breakfast, Varel. Nothing. Yes. You want? You want some food? Nothing. Nothing nods. <laughs> All right, bam. Get something for nothing. <laughs> something for nothing. Yeah. And your checks for free. Okay. Are you guys ready? Let's roll. All right. So you spend some time, eat your breakfast, getting everything, uh, get yourselves woken up and ready. And you make your way out to the Royce Coliseum where the event is to be taking place. And as you walk down towards this area of the gymnasium district, you see that there is a sea of people lining in. There are hundreds, maybe a thousand. There is a lot of people filtering their way into the competition. All you can really make out is people, and there's like two sets of doors to get in. Looks like it's going to take a little while. Good things you you guys came here a little bit earlier than 9 o'clock. Do you take your place in the line to enter, or are you doing anything else? We should get in line. This is going to suck. I will ask a person in line, is this the line for competitors, or merely those watching the feats? Uh, so you walk up to a random dwarf and goes, nah, this is the line for competitors. Get in this oh. line. All if right. you're playing. Yes. Yep. I am prepared to play. Good. But uh, what hero are you playing? I'm a Kung main. Good luck to you. Sticker. <laughs> 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 Okay, and then so the line, as uh, time goes on, the line moves rather quickly. And as you begin to get closer and closer, you notice that there is there is security orcs in the doorway. And they appear to be with an elven woman. And the elven woman appears to be casting a magical spell on each person as they walk in. And then they're using these devices to detect magic upon them. And then you see a sign next to them that says... Magic spells, auras, potions, and magic items are strictly forbidden. Okay. I'm a little worried now. Do you have any magic items? Well, I am a magic <laughs> item. Like, I literally am a magic heart. I don't know how they wouldn't see me as anything else with a foot hanging off it and two hands. All right. <laughs> do you do anything or do you stay in the line? I'll stay in the line and see if they'll accept me, I guess. I don't know. I hadn't thought about this okay. time. So it gets up to be uh, your turn. And which of the four of you want to get scanned in first? I'll brave this task first. All right. So you step up and the two orcs, one of the orcs looks to you and says, You small one, put your arms out so we may scan you. And then the elfin woman uh, says a few words. And then she takes this sort of stick-looking thing and she begins scanning your body. And then she looks, doesn't find anything, and nods over to um, the orcs, and the orcs let you pass. 
Have I seen them, what they're doing, if they find any magic items, or has there not been any so far? You see a bin full of items off to the side that looks like compensated effects from people. You didn't see them actually take anything off anyone, but you see that they have removed some items. Does it look like they're storing them to be returned, or just like, nope, you, you lost this, you're you're done? They don't look like they're being returned. There's no names or system of organization on it. Nothing steps out of the line. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Quick, which one of you is next to get in? A question, would the six sticks count as a magic item? Nope, they're not a magic item. Awesome. Squirt stays. However, uh, you feel that you should probably be hiding this thing. Oh, yes. Have... All right, make a stealth roll, please. I have the perfect hiding place, but I haven't grown it back yet. Oh, jeez. Give it time. Okay, one moment. Crotch, st- <laughs> crotch storage incoming. You can hide it in chunks. Right, 17. <laughs> all right. Okay, and then uh, so um, <clears throat> the orcs uh, look at you squirts, and they say, all right, submit to scanning. And they go, and then there's a... Um, no magic items allowed in here, little kobold. Uh, yes, no, no magic items. Just mean chunks. She point. Uh, she points to. Uh, there's a. No one's really paid a lot of attention to it, but there's a, an, a yun stone that you have. Ye- yes. That is lodged into your forehead. Oh, oh! And chunks will grab the stone and swallow it. What did you do with the stone? The baby ate it. Grabbed the stone and swallowed it. I can barf it up later. Oh, you swallowed it? Yes. All right, constitution saving throw, please. All right, let me get that pulled up one moment. (laughs) That's not suspicious at all. A 17. Okay, so you swallow the magic item in front of the orc, two orcs and the, the elf, and they go, uh, yeah, eating it's not really going to change the status of letting you in. Uh, move along, kobold. And they push you out of the line. Uh, you just wait, Chunks, it'll be okay. We will trick you. And, and then one of the orcs looks at you, Nash, and goes, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be serious. <laughs> what? You're not shapist, are you? I'm just a, just trying to get get my no, game no, on. No, we're not shapist here. We're not shapist. Okay, here. I've got Man. look. I've got some. Di- I've got disabilities, and I'm here to play. Let's go. Okay, and so um, the elf says the magic words, and then begins scanning you, and nothing comes up on the radar. And they're like, "All right, let him in." Thank you. And then I'll float for sure. Past. All right. Pharrell and, and Nash are able to make your way in. Nothing in squirts. You kind of feel a little bit sad that you're being left out of this part of the adventure. And you begin walking in silence uh, away from the line. I would be scouting for if there's, you know, being sneaky. I'd be looking for a place where I think I can use the crowd or a distraction to slip in. 
unnoticed. Okay. Well, what do you mean? You want, you want to create a diversion? Yeah, if I have to, that's fine. Well, what kind of diversion? <laughs> uh, shove somebody. You're going <laughs> to shove somebody in the line? Yeah, but make it look like it was somebody else. Shove oh, somebody okay. into somebody. Start a row. Ah, okay. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. what. So, uh, I mean, so you're going to pick somebody at random and shove them, so this is some kind of a deception check? Well, I, I figure I'm probably... So the entryway, it's got two orcs and an elf right by it, right? Yeah. Um the bin where they're keeping stuff is that inside or is that within reach if i'm just kind of hanging out near where they are but not going you in? could probably sneak your hand in okay i want to try and sneak uh what whatever small magic item that ha i can see and reach i want to try and grab it i'll just give okay. you the full scope you tell me what to roll and do i want to pocket it i want to plan it on somebody and then push them through the gate like they're trying to run through Okay, so we need a theft roll, first of all. Okay. I guess. Sleight of hand, please. Stealth, hang on, we need a stealth roll, so you sidle up to the box undetected. Yep. Start with stealth. Okay, stealth is going to be a 15. Okay. Now oh, I'm sorry, a, 14. Give me a sleight of hand roll, please. It's a natural 20 with my skill. That's going to be 28. Nice. Okay. And so you sidle up quietly without sort of being noticed. Not being noticed even in a way that people in the lineup aren't really paying attention to you either. They're eager to get in, looking around. So you kind of sidle up. And as quick as you can, you sort of flourish with your cape a little bit. And then your hand darts out, picks up something, brings it into your cape. And then you feel around to feel what it is. And it is appears to be some kind of doll. Okay. So I'm going to... Try and watch whoever's getting scanned. I'm going to try and slip it onto them. Yeah. And then once they get told they need to remove something, that's when I give a little nudge to make it look like they're trying something tricksy. Okay, so you go to move to the, f the lineup and try to get, I guess, behind this person. Yeah. But the person behind them is going, there's a, there's a tabaxi, there's a cat-like person standing behind them. He goes, Argh. Back of the line, buddy. Back of the line, buddy. That's what I said to you. Back of the line, buddy. That's what I said to you. While I'm doing it, I'm going to try and slip the doll on the person. Cool. All right. Slide a hand, please. Uh, that's going to be a 19. Okay. So you're able to stick the dolly in his in the belt of the person in front of you who is a who's another orc so it's quite large you're able to sort of slide it in and then the tabaxi that you're fighting with is like all right you don't make me put hands on you and then he claws come out shink shink get to the back of the line don't make me put hands on you and i lift up my bird talon hands back at him you can make the shink shinks with your mouth you're also shink, shink. yeah exact same sound it's <laughs> a good point okay. All right, he attacks you. A 17 to hit. Um, that will hit. Okay, you take four points of damage as he swipes out at you, clawing you. A little bit of feathers come off. Poof. Okay, I will use that to fall back into the orc if the timing is right. 
Okay, and you're gonna push the orc through the door? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, athletics check, please. Just fall back into him, yeah. Yeah, you're trying to athletics him, trying to push it with your body. You're pretending to fall. Ooh, athletics. That's gonna be a six. Okay, so you don't really push him, but he here. Hey, what the hell? And then the the, the scanner goes off. Beep, 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 beep. And the two orcs are like, "Sir, you've got magic items on you." He's like, "No, I don't. I'm a fair competitor. I've been competing for a decade here without ever cheating." Sir, we'll have to check you again. No way! You checked me once before. And then the tabaxi in front of you takes another swipe at you, John. And this time he misses, and he sinks his claws into the back of the orc. And the, the orc goes, ah! And he begins, <laughs> he begins swinging at the other orcs. Now there's this massive fist fight happening there. And, and the elf is going, wait, wait, stop, stop your fighting! Stop this at once! All right, I'll slip in. All right, uh, you run in, and this is even a stealth thing. There's a huge brawl as you sort of slip over and make your way in. Uh, you enter, and you see Varel and Nash sort of standing by the doorway, and as you walk in, you notice that there's this large gymnasium area. It's just endless. There's a very small area where there are people who can watch, maybe about 10 or 20 up on the side, and there's like thousands of marionette stations all throughout it. And as you look across this large gymnasium field, you see on the other end two halflings at a desk, and they're talking into microphones of some kind. And man, 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 there's just sort of their voices sort of parroting over there, and it's just endless the sea of marionette stations and the sea of people making their way to a board to look at who they're fighting first in this large sort of paper parchment series of fighters. Now, Whoa. Squirts. Oh, I was, sorry? Gonna, I was just going to ask, is it possible as I slip in to just grab Squirts and yank her in behind me? No, Squirts was walking off, but Squirts, okay. as you walked off, you're still near the building, and you see a door open up, and uh, a young-looking humanoid man says, Sports, come, come on in. Yes, yes, trucks, come trucks. On in. We play trips. Come, right. come. You sort of walk to the door and you enter, and the door closes behind you. And you're, you're like in this broom closet. There's all these brooms and pails and stuff. And there's this humanoid man, kind of in like this suit. Like, look, see, he's a tie. And there's like um one of those things that you put in a pocket. That's like, what do they call that? A kerchief, I guess. You know. And it, just very well kept, nice black beard. And and he looks at you. He says. It's me, it's Kindergree. Oh, oh, good trick, good trick. I'm glad you could make it. Yes, and then he sort of, then his eyes sort of changes, his face changes shape, and you see his bird eye, and he goes, he starts winking at you. Uh, Squirts will try to wink back, but instead of the eyelid closing, it's that second translucent skin that goes over the eye of a lot of reptiles. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then he puts his face back into the humanoid form. He says, I will fix the matches. And you will see who Vorel's opponents are, and you will make them sick with the six sticks. Yes, yes, let me yes, know. Yes. We do this. Okay, go take your position. And then he opens up the door, and he motions for you to go out. All right, and then he, Squirts will go out. And then he closes the door, and he stays in the broom closet. Uh, and I do have a question. If we're not doing combat rounds, can my channel Divinity Cloak of Shadows still work? Or do I have to do that when we're in combat rounds? I don't know. <laughs> what okay. does Channel Divinity do? Uh, it makes me invisible for my action. I don't know that you need a combat round to do stuff like that, I'm okay. thinking. Right? If that's like a class feature. 
Okay, yeah. Channel divinity. You have you can go invisible? Wow. That'll make this a lot easier for you, huh? It okay. should. That's the hope anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I have to imagine. I just can't find it. Is it under your class features or spells? Oh, I'm looking at nothing. That's why it's not there. Oops. <laughs> uh, let's see. Should be there under actions. Yeah, you can channel divine energy to fuel magical effects a number of times for short rest. It doesn't have to be in combat. Perfect. I don't believe that's the case. That would be... I think that'd be a little weird. Um, okay, so... Um, you make your way into the main room and see this great hall, and you see Varel Nash in nothing, uh, standing sort of up on an elevated area, just descending stairs to get into the play area. Yes, Varel, yes, mighty chunks! We fight now! We yeah. trick! And to your surprise, you see Squirts inside there to greet you, <laughs> even though she didn't make it in. You didn't see her make it in, I should say. Right. So the, the the bustle of the place is overwhelming. You look around, you just see there are people everywhere. And then um, a little crackling comes on on the intercom system and you hear, uh, Hello everyone and welcome to the 20th annual Big Time Smackaroo, nope, Big Time Smackam Brothers Tournament Annual Event. <laughs> uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be back here. I am... Gully Plant, and this here is our co-host, Truck Slayer. And like, hello, everyone. I'm here. We're here to announce the game. Hey, but we got some bad news up front. This is a qualifier round and not the main round, but it has come to our attention that the Modrons in charge of creating the marionettes have encountered a problem, and we will be limiting hero selection to three heroes. And then you just hear a loud, Oh, from the entire crowd. He's like, yes, yes, but we want this to be a fair event, and there are only three marionettes available for this event. That would be Bland, Kung, and Rubles. We're very sorry about the inconvenience of this, but we want to have a fair event, so you'll only be able to pick from three, those three heroes today. Mm. And then some guy <laughs> next to you, Nash, is like, is like a little half in there. He's like, oh, God damn it. I practiced Archibald for weeks. <laughs> now I can't play him. Wait, is that our guy? Ah! <laughs> that's our little buddy. Sweet. All right. That's not your little buddy. It's oh. just some other half like that's yelling in, in sort of consternation at this news. All right. I don't want to play Kong. He sucks. You silence about Kong. He <laughs> is my main, and I love him. You're you're just some sucky noob. Then do you think Kong is any good? I hope I get to play you in the first round. He sounds like that other guy. <laughs> Is he that other guy? It sounds <laughs> a know, lot like halfling sound like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> halfling voice. Um, uh, yeah, so on the intercom here. All right, everyone, make your way down to the pairings table and find out who you'll be playing first and where you'll be playing. The first match starts at 9 a.m. sharp. Oh, and we have one more announcement. Wait, wait, hold. This is a good one, not a bad one. But last night, we received a donation from a mysterious benefactor. The entire competition not only taking place here, but the qualifiers are happening at four other locations. There is a total of 10,000 entrants in this year's annual tournament. 
and they've generously offered an additional 4,000 gold pieces to the prize pool. Gully plant. This is incredible. Yes, you're right, Truck Slayer. This is an unprecedented thing to ever have happen in the big time Smackin' Brothers competition. We can't wait to see who's going to win this world record prize pool. Will it be Kanja or some new upstart? We don't know. It'll probably be Kanja. He wins every year, but you never know. Anyways, find your placements and get playing, players. <laughs> yes, this horn music goes on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you see a, a big sea of people make their way to these large parchment boards sort of taped up towards the back wall, and they appear to have pairings on them. And so we can see who we're paired up with first? Yeah, but you have um, to go to them. To you see have to go, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, Varel, look, we can... We can see who our first matchups are. We should go look. I'm desperately reading about rubles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to go do it. I'll go hover over there, get a good look at uh, who we got going first, and then I'll be back. All right. So I'll, <clears throat> I'll float over there and try to get an eyeful of who I'm up against and who Varel's first opponent is. Right. Okay. Nothing I'll head down to look and see where she's, who she's paired against. Okay, so you guys make your way, pushing through the crowd. Nash, you see that you're, in your first round, you're paired up against someone named Farcrid. Is fighting me? Yeah. Okay, Farcrid? It's, it's Farcrid. <laughs> okay. And it's at stall 143. Okay. I will make note okay, of it. Okay, nothing. You make your way there as well, and you see that you're facing um, <clears throat> Bakip. What? Bakip. You're facing Bakip. Bakip, okay. Yeah, it's doll 52. <laughs> These names. <laughs> Still, I think Pelvis, Pelvis is my new favorite NPC, but whatever. Pelvis. Pelvis is great. great. I mean, why not a name like that? All yeah. right, so, uh, and Varel, are you going to find out who you're paired against? Or Yes, I'm ready. All right, so you make your way over there, pushing your way through to see who is up first, and let me see. Uh, you're up against someone named Randorf. Randorf shall fall, I say as I turn around and look for my booth. Okay, and it's at booth uh, 321. Okay, so everyone, you guys make your way to your booth. Squirts, you you also happen to catch that he's up against someone named Randorf. Randorf Bollop. Bollop. All right, okay. cool. Uh, Squirts will head to the stall where Varel will be fighting and kind of case it to see if she can get over to the other side where Randorf is going. Yeah. So Varel's been very distracted and reading his book and slow to make his way to the stall, so you sort of hurry there much faster than he does. And you see that there's a an older gnome, very small, maybe two feet, his feet dangling off the table. He's sort of playing around with the happy stick a little bit, and he's sitting at, at the marionette booth practicing. He seems like an older gentleman. Okay, was- Squirts is going to uh, call forth her divine power. She's going to pull out a Toyota car symbol on a chain. 
and she'll send a little prayer to old Amara to go invisible, access that cloak of shadows, and then she'll go and see if she can't poke the little gnome with the six stick. Okay. How long does this make you invisible for? What's what's a, so I can, just so I can learn it because you have a new character and uh, the go invisible part. What is it, it exactly? It says become invisible until the end of your next turn or until you attack or cast a spell. What's the, it is it blessing of the use. trickster or? Um, it's it right below blessing of the trickster. Oh, cloak of shadows. Channel divinity, cloak of shadows. You use channel to become invisible until the end of your next turn or until you ca attack or cast a spell. Okay, cool. So that's indefinitely, basically. Seems like it. Until the end, or until you attack or cast a spell. So I would assume pricking him might. I guess it's like a combat him. thing, but like outside of combat, you could probably just use the cloak of shadows. I'm thinking. I don't know. It okay. Seems it seems indefinite to me. I don't... End of your next turn? Would that be six seconds? That would be six seconds in combat time. I'm just wondering if that's a combat limitation, like when you're outside of combat for utility. Um, let me look up Cloak of Shadow. As you can, as an action, you become invisible to the end of your next turn. You become invisible if you attack or cast a spell. No, it only lasts for six seconds. That's what it looks like to me. When I read the the more extended version of it, but I feel like that seems like it's sucky. <laughs> just, that's kind of that doesn't seem right. What's it called again? Sorry, the trickster. Uh, yeah, and then Cloak of Shadows. Cloak of Shadows. I'm just going straight to the text here. Cool. Starting at 6th level, you can use your channel divinity vanish. As an action, you become invisible until the end of your next turn. You become visible if you attack or cast a spell. I'm going to say that's for inside combat, and for now we're going to say you can vanish indefinitely as long as you don't do anything okay. outside of combat. And we'll fix that later once I've figured that out, because I, I don't... It's a, it, there's a very there's a lack of text here about how this works that I can see. So we'll do that, that one. All right, so you become Sounds invisible. Good. All right, I'll get my six stick out and I'll go and see if I can't poke him in the leg. Okay, sleight of hand, please. Eighteen. Okay, so you managed to sort of sneakily pull up his pant leg a little bit and sort of but then as soon as you do that you appear and then you've got your six stick and you're sort of there with it in his and he feels he goes a little ow and he rubs down he looks and he sees you because as soon as you attack or do an action you become visible so <laughs> you're standing there with a little empty syringe uh, in your hand and he's just got this puzzled face look on his face. Ha <laughs> ha! And then she'll run away. Okay, he's just gonna run away. All right. She'll take the six stick with her and deposit it in a trash can or something. Sure, you run off. <laughs> and he just kind of looks. He isn't sure what to make of what's happened. And then Varel appears with his face in his book. Cool, and uh, Squirts will stay close enough by to to keep tabs on the match to watch what happens. Okay. When will my competitor get here? Oh boy, it's taking a long time. He says finally. 
He sort of rubs his leg a little bit. And he's concerned about what happened, but he seems to be okay, so he's not really alarmed. Just, he's just confused about the situation, most of all. Seems a little slow. Oh, I can't hear. Can everyone else hear Varel? Or is it just nope, Varel. Randolph! Oh, there, no, he's back. He's back. Oh, I shall oh. be your opponent. Oh, you are Varel, then? I am. It's nice to meet you. He holds out the tiniest hand you've ever seen in the universe. <laughs> Wait, oh. what about my neck hand? No? All right, sorry. Go ahead. His hand is really small. Okay. Sportsmanly. I like this. Well done. And I'll shake it. Well, it's just we're just having a bit of fun playing marionette fighting. I look forward to having a fun game with you, sir. Fun. Yes. Yes. So shall we get started? Do we? Do we need to wait for some sort of announcement? No, you just have to pick from your heroes. Look, and he puts the happy stick around, and you can see only we can only pick from three heroes today, though. That kind of sucks. But you just pick in the hero you want, and then we start our match. Okay, and I'll watch how he selects and yeah, grab my He's sitting on a little controller. bench in front of a stick, and in this stall, it's kind of like, you know, maybe like the way a basketball throwing stall is set up, like an L shape. So it's like the marionettes are in the back. And then it juts out a bit with some gears and technology, and there's two spots where you have the controllers plugged right into the table. You can take a seat and sit down. I do. All right. This is exciting. I've been waiting all year to play in this match. It's so fun. Are you ready, sir? Yes, and I will move the stick back and forth, attempting okay. to make my selection. Yeah, and there's like a large series of marionettes sort of strung up in front, and as you, there's like this magical light coming from nowhere, and as you move the stick, it highlights different heroes. Unfortunately, most of them are grayed out, and you're only able to pick from Rubles, Bland, and Kung. I select Kung. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, Kung. People say he's a really bad character. People who say that are bad. Oh, well, okay, then. I'll take my favorite character. And he goes out and he picks Rubles. Bing! And then the whole stage, like, this weird magic happens. All this lightning shoots out. And all the other marionettes disappear. And then the two marionettes get bigger. And there's a sort of stage underneath where the marionettes are. And then the marionettes do all these sorts of poses. And then the one marionette that's Kung has this voice that comes out from nowhere. And he says... My kingdom lives so long as I do, I do, I do. And then the, the kobold jumps around all over the place in the stall, and he says, uh, what does he say here? He says, fire hot, owie! <laughs> and then he jumps around, and then it goes, three, two, one, fight! And then fighting begins. Do you know how to play? I should have got some Street Fighter music. All right, I need you to pick a move and okay. tell me tell me what it's going to be, and you can kind of hold it up like this, or just we can just tell me what it's going to be. Keep it's going. going to be a jump attack plus heavy. Jump attack plus heavy. Okay, so he picks heavy kick. So jump attack plus heavy kick. Jump is minus one speed, so he hits you with the heavy kick. Heavy kick has a speed of two. A jump heavy kick also has a speed of two, but minus one because you jumped. Um, and he did it at normal range, so he hits you, and you sustain uh, five damage and ten stagger. 
Okay. So that puts you at 20. Puts you at 10 stagger. Uh, who's this guy? This guy is, what did I say his name was? Randorf. Okay. <laughs> and then we, we go again. Pick your move. Did I hit with my attack or because this was nope. faster? When you get hit, your attack gets canceled. Okay. I will go with quick kick. Quick kick. Okay. And he does another heavy kick. So your quick kick has a speed of four while his heavy kick has a speed of two, meaning you connect. So you punch. Boof. And it does two damage and five stagger damage to him. All right. Let's go again. Pick a move. Being a complete nub, realizing it worked. I'm going to do quick kick again. You do quick kick again, and this time he blocks. So you pick quick kick, and he blocks. And now if he rolls higher than the speed of your quick kick, he can use it as rush on the next turn. And he rolls a five. He gets rush five next turn. All right. It is blocked. Next move. I will do quick kick again. <laughs> okay. You do quick kick. Now he attempts to do a dazing blow on you. And he has plus five to the dazing blow, so that's six speed. Your quick kick is four, so he hits you. Zero damage, but you take 20 stagger for 30. Boof. And you're now dazed. You don't get to pick a move this turn. Now on this next turn, he picks his special attack. Uh, sticky plosive. <laughs> and his, his little marionette kicker uh, person rolls around and tags you with a sticky bomb. Okay, and now uh, you, you're now free from daze because he didn't actually hit you with a... Oh, he did hit you with a move, sorry. Um, I'm going a little too fast. He hits you with a move, so you take 5 HP damage. It puts you to 15 HP, and it puts you to 40 stagger. Okay. And um, now you have a sticky bomb on you that's going to blow up in two turns. All right. You're still dazed because you've been hit. So he goes to hit you with a co-rolled special move. But you have a chance to make a combo breaker. Okay. How do I do that? Um, you do that by rolling a combo saving throw. So 10 plus any applicable modifiers from the game. 10 or higher. I got a 10. Okay, that breaks the combo. You can pick any move and do it immediately to him. I want to do Face Bite, my special move number two. Okay, Face Bite. Uh, and that instantly connects. Face Bite. Now, let's see here. Where is Kung? Face Bite instantly connects. Um, you do 2d4 damage, so roll the 2d4s, please. All right. I luckily got eight. Oh, nice. That's crazy. Okay, so you do eight points of damage, okay, bringing him down to 15 HP. And there's no stagger damage, but you heal yourself for eight damage, bringing you back to 23 hit points. But your stagger's at 40. And we've been for, I've been forgetting to do attack rolls in any of this stuff, so we're going to slow the game down a bit and remember to do part of the rules of the game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is my bad. Um, okay, so now you're free from dazed. He's not dazed. Tick one down on the sticky bomb you have on you. Uh, pick your move. Pick your attack move. Is a sticky bomb going to go off this turn? No, next turn. Okay. I would like to do a duck plus quick kick. Duck plus quick kick oh, for you. Okay. And he makes another attempt to do a heavy punch. So your duck plus quick kick, I believe. Uh, you have the sheet in, up uh, before you. So it is four speed. So roll an attack roll, please. And add your 
marionette fighting modifier to it. So I think you said it was plus two, right? 13. 13. So you beat the armor class. It is a hit. And your quick ducking kick, uh, duck plus any attack, quick kick, does two damage to him, brings him to 13, and he takes five stagger damage. All right, next move. Now this time, the, the thing goes off, I think, for rubles, right? The, the sticky bomb. At the start of the turn, the bomb explodes for HP. Oh, that's when it explodes for HP damage. So I've already actually given you that damage. This damage cannot be dodged or blocked. Now you must make a combo breaker saving throw or become dazed, sir. Okay. Combo breaker. Combo breaker. Breaker. Nine. Okay, you're dazed. And so he goes, and as he goes to make an attack, he goes, uh, uh, and he forgets to attack as he sort of, uh, and he looks to you. He says, sir, I don't feel so great. All right, next move. Your dazed is cleared. He's looking at you going, I don't feel so great. What do you do? I will continue my nubbiness with a duck quick kick. Duck plus quick kick. All right, and he fails to do a move again, so you have a free attack roll, sir. Shoot it off your attack roll. All right. It's a four. Four. Okay, you miss. And he goes, oh, oh yeah, I'm playing the game. Okay. All right, next move. I will use my special Sandblast move. Okay, Sandblast. Sandblast has a speed of six, so it's fast. So it doesn't matter what he does. It's faster than anything he can do. When it's revealed, it's activated immediately. Sandblast applies a minus three modifier to the opponent's attack roll, which turns... uh, He goes for a quick punch, so he goes to make his attack roll to you. And, oh, but he rolls a natural 20, which means he scores a critical hit. You, uh, that doesn't, the, so Sandblast doesn't do anything. Um, you take, if he hits you with a quick punch, then it's one damage. So you're going to take one damage, Varel. Okay. And you're going to get five more stagger. You're up to 45 and you're now dazed. Okay. Now, even though you're dazed, he, he's like, he clutches his stomach again. He goes, oh, oh, and you get cleared of dazed. Oh. <laughs> next, next, mo- next move. I would like to do a heavy punch. Okay, heavy punch. And he forgets to push his button, so it's free move for you. Go. Heavy punch with a 18. It's a hit. You do three damage and 10 stagger to him. He has 10 hit points left, and he's only taken 13 stagger. Uh, next move. Heavy punch. All right. He this time he remembers to push the button. He pushes heavy kick. Your speed is faster. Uh, so roll an attack roll again, please. Eleven. Okay, that's a hit. You do on a heavy kick four points of damage. He's down to six, and he takes ten stagger. He's up to twenty three. All right. Next move. I will do a heavy punch. All right, you go to do a heavy punch. He gets exasperated and tries to do a big time smackaroo on you. Uh, the speed is slower, so your heavy punch connects first. Heavy punch is three. Roll an attack roll, please. Eight. Ah, uh, you miss with it. So now he gets to do his big time smackaroo since you missed. So big time smackaroo means he does zero damage, but he's going to do ten stagger on you. You're up to fifty five. Okay, and he's going to try and KO you. He's got to roll D one hundred. And if he rolls less than or equal to the amount of your stagger, <clears throat> you're automatically dead. 
You get knocked off the screen. Oh, 57. You almost got KO'd, buddy. All right. Uh, he hits you and it misses. And because it misses, it's a whiff and he's immediately dazed. Back to the start of the turn. What do you do? All right. He is dazed, so I will perform a... He has six hit points left, but tons of stagger. You only have him at 23 stagger. All right. I will do a jump attack plus heavy kick. <laughs> jump attack. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an attack roll, please. 18. Uh, it's a hit. You do four points of damage to him and 10 stagger, 33 stagger, two hit points. Five points of damage. I get plus one damage for the kick. Oh, jump. you're right. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, he's at one HP. All right, and then it's at the top of the round again. He tries to make his move. He does a quick punch. What do you do? Oh, I should have told you before. Yeah. You... Right. <laughs> oh, quick punch resolves at the same time, so you both get your punches resolved. So we're both going to roll. All right, he has a hit. Nat 20. Oh, snap. So you guys both punch each other at the same time. His connects does one point of damage to you, but yours is the lethal blow, and you just hear boo, 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 as Kung defeats Rubles, and then the screen sort of explodes into fireworks. And he goes, oh, man. And uh, Kung sort of takes the, the Rubles and rips, rips them up, rips them in half, and says his epic line, Girder your scales softly. <laughs> Rips them apart. Yes! And you win. <laughs> and he's, oh, man. I thought I'd, at least I'd go a little deeper this year. <laughs> well, good game. Your deepness was very strong. I don't know. I got a little sick. There's a kobold around here. I think. I think maybe he did something to me. Or she? I can't tell what gender kobolds are. Ah. Uh, Did you see a kobold here? I've seen many. I mean, not that it matters that much. I'm just playing for fun. Anyways, good luck in your next match. You were a tough opponent. But I almost got you with that one big time. Yes, your big time was very strong, Randolph. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I'm going to go join the crowd now. I'll cheer for you. Thank you. And he sort of waddles his way, a little bit sad and disappointed. And you've won the round. Congratulations. Meanwhile, <clears throat> Nash, yeah. you make your way to your stall, which was, what do you say, it was stall for, uh, 143, 143 versus Farcrid. Yep. Yep. And basically you see a large orc, but sort of like in a dress. Okay. It's like a lady orc with like long sort of gray hair tied in um tied into braids. Yeah. And sort of wearing glasses that are down like at the bottom of her nose. And she's got knitting out. She's like knitting. She's knitting something in her lap, waiting for her opponent to show up. Okay. I will float over there and in the most manly floating heart way possible. Looking real tough. And confident. And the orc looks over at you and is like, Hello. Hello. I'm. Greetings. I'm Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines. I'm here to. Uh -huh. I'm here to beat you. Well, isn't that lovely? 
you sure you're okay? What what are you? Uh, it's a long story, but let's just say I've had, I've seen, I've seen some things, and 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 the sun is only brighter uh, the more I go. That's a bad saying. The grass is greener on the other side. Okay, there, Sonny. Well, you ready to play a game of marionette fighting with me? I am. That's great. And then she picks, she locks in her hero. Bing, 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 bing. She picks in Bland. I'm going to play Bland. You do that. What are you playing? I'm playing Balls, sometimes known as Buster. Oh, but didn't you hear the announcement? We can't play the other characters. Wait, you can ball- choose from Bland, Ruples, or uh, Kung. There's a problem with the machines. The only ones that are operational are those three. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Shit. Hold on. <laughs> Don't do that here, please. <laughs> The, bat, the facilities are available down the hall. I'll, but don't worry, I'll be done with you quick. Uh, don't worry so about once you lose, me. you can take your shit. Let's let's do. Uh, uh, what would I do in a real game? You know what? Who is the third one? I can be. I can be Kung. Who? Kung, Bland, and Rubles. All right, I'm going to be Rubles. Why not? I'm going to be Rubles. Okay. And I check and I do Rubles. All right. And then it says Bland versus Rubles. <laughs> and then your character jumps up onto the screen. Uh, you're, sorry, you said you're going to be Bland? Yeah. Rubles. Sorry, Rubles. Rubles. So you're ra- ra- Rubles. So a little cloaked kobold jumps around the screen and goes, I hear and obey you, Oogie Boogie. <laughs> and then Bland uh, jumps onto the screen. He's like just sort of got this white gi on and he's a red bandana. And he says, by the will of tranquility, I will find my parents. amazing and then the the match begins it goes three two one fight all right what do you do um i'm gonna do a a quick punch okay she does a quick punch too you guys both can make attack rolls all right Ooh, uh 20 natural 20 Okay, so you do, with a quick punch, one damage and five stagger. Right. Okay, and you guys both hit at the same time. She misses with her attack, so it does nothing. Next move. All right. Um, let's throw in there um, a dazing blow. Okay, dazing blow. She does a quick punch again, so her speed is five. Mm-hmm. So she rolls a first, six plus. Yep, so she misses. Now you can do your dazing blow. Okay, here's my dazing blow. Uh, yep. 18. All right, that is a hit. She is now dazed. Okay. And you have done to her... She dazes until the end of the next turn. Sorry, I just wrote damage under the wrong column here. I'm just going to do my notes here real quick. Um, zero. Five. So now you're going to do 20 stagger damage to her. Mm-hmm. Zero HP damage. Okay. Right. Um, and she's dazed for the next round. So we move to the next turn. Pick move you want. She can't pick one because she's dazed. Yeah, this is good. So I'm going to do a heavy punch. Okay, make your heavy punch. All right, here we go. <laughs> Eight. It's a miss. Shit. Her daze gets cleared. Okay. Next round. Damn it. Um, all right. 
Um, I'm going to do a jump plus any attack. So jump, quick punch. I'll do. All right, you do a jump, quick punch, but yep. she does a ducking kick. So you both miss. No one scores any attacks, can make any attack rolls. Frick. Next move. Um, let's do a quick kick. All right. She does a heavy kick, so you have the higher speed. Roll your attack dice, please. 17. 17. Okay, it's a hit, so you do, with your heavy kick, four points of damage. So she's at 20 and 35 stagger. All right. Okay. Uh, because you connected, she does. She, she drops her attack. It's now your uh, pick a move. All right. Let's do... She goes... <laughs> your grumble. Okay. Um, I'm going to try a block. Okay. All right, so you try a block, and she hits with a uh, quick kick. So now you can roll a dice and gain rush if you roll a four or higher on a d6. Go for on it. On a d6. Hold on a second. Uh, that's if she hits. So I must see if she, oh, okay, she okay. does hit. So, she does hit? Okay. So, but you've, blo- you've blocked and absorbed the hit, so you can roll rush. So four, and, four or higher, you say? Yep, four or higher. Okay, come on, please. I got a four. Nice. So you can add four to the speed of your next attack. This round is over. We're on the next one. Pick your move, and you can add four to the speed of it. All right. I want to do another. uh, Something that's a heavier attack, you have a better shot of hitting first with. Right. Uh, Let's do a heavy kick. Okay. So instead of a speed of two, you now have a speed of six with it, which means you hit first with it. She also does a heavy kick, um, but yours is faster. So roll an attack roll, please. 16. It's a hit. You do... Four points of HP damage, bring her down to 16. And another 10 stagger, putting her at 45 stagger. Okay. All right. And because you hit her, she loses her attack. It's now the next attack. Pick your move. Um, let's do a quick punch. Quick punch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, perfect. Back. And she does, you do a quick punch, she does a lonesome kick. Okay. It's a special move called the lonesome kick. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, what's the speed of your quick punch? Sorry, uh, five. Five. Right? Five. Yeah. yeah. All right. So roll an attack roll, please. Eight. You miss. Damn so it. she gets to roll for her lonesome kick, and Bland's like just moves onto one foot, and his kick, his leg just stretches out impossibly, and kicks you and misses. Oh. Uh, but because Lonesome Kick has a special ability, if she misses the Lonesome Kick, she can make a second quick attack that resolves immediately. She goes for a quick punch and now hits you for one damage and five stagger. You're now down to 24 and five stagger. Poof. End of turn. Now pick your next move. Okay. Are you keeping track of my hit points and stuff, or do I need yep, to? Yeah, you have 24 HP and you've built up five stagger. Okay. She has sure. 45 stagger. Uh, I'm going to reply to this with the big time smackaroo move. Oh, snap. She does a Harmony Strike. Harmony Strike is a speed of two, but Big Time Smackaroo has one. So Harmony yep. Strike goes first. Okay. She makes her attack roll. It misses. Big Time Smackaroo time. Roll your attack roll. That would be an 18. What? Sorry, say the number again, please. 18, one eight. At, That's a hit. You nail her for 10 more stagger damage. Bring her up to 55. And now you can roll a D100. If you roll 55 or lower, you win the game. Okay. If you miss, you become dazed. All right, here we go. 55 or lower? 55 or lower. 
Oh my gosh, I hate this. All right, here we go. 96. Yep, you miss. <laughs> uh, so you whiff and you immediately, you're now immediately dazed. Okay. And the defending player is cleared of any dazed effects. All right. And so she goes, you thought you could defeat me that easily? What are you new to the game? <laughs> she just like starts pounding on the buttons and she does a harmony strike as Blanche is, screams out again. Um, yeah, 13, it's a hit this time. You take 2 HP damage, dropping to 22 and 5 stagger, jumping up to 10. You are dazed again. She goes out and makes a lonesome kick versus you. Now this is going to be a miss, so you're cleared of dazed. You don't okay. have to combo breaker it. Okay. Um, it's cleared, but she can make a second attack. Actually, she can make a quick attack. That's also one. Oh, natural 20. Oh. So she hits you with a quick punch. You can make a combo breaker saving throw because this is the third time you're getting hit while dazed. Go. Okay. 16. All right. You can now pick any move and counter it with any move in your repertoire. I can counter it with anything, huh? Yep. Dazing blow. Let's do it. All right. Dazing blow. Roll your attack roll on the dazing blow, please. Three. Wait. Hang on a second. One second here. For the combo breaker... Do you have to roll for it? I just need to write. I hope I, hope I don't. And, and, and gain ad- you gain advantage on the combo breaking roll. Roll a second dice. That's okay. what it was. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, good. It. Well, it's not much better. 11. That's a hit. You hit with the day. You, you just pick dazing strike, right? Yeah, dazing strike. Or, sorry. Uh, what dazing did I pick? Blow. Oh, dazing blow, yeah. You hit with the dazing blow, and so you do 20 stagger damage to her. She's up to 75 stagger. And zero HP. You hit her, and she's still dazed. So you, now you can pick your next move. All right. We want to do some big damage here. So let's do a heavy kick for the big damage. All right. Heavy kick. Roll an attack roll, please. Four. Uh, you miss. She's cleared of dazed. You Damn miss it. your attack. Pick your next move. That's two dazes I missed. Um, all right. You're adding your... Uh, oh, you don't have a modifier for that. Eh? Uh, let's do... Quick kick. Quick kick. All right. Speed of four. She does a quick kick as well. You have the same speed. You both attack at the same time. All right. Nat 20. Oh, snap. So you go ahead and you hit her with a quick kick, which does five stagger. Bring her to 80 and two damage. Bring her to 14. And um, she's dazed. So now you get to pick your next attack without her retaliation. All right. We're going to give. Because the 20 dazes. We're going to give heavy kick another shot. Okay, do another heavy kick. Roll an attack roll. 17. Okay, you hit with a 17, and that brings her to 90 dazed and uh, 12 HP. 12? Uh, she's still dazed. You can keep you're in a combo now. Oh. Um, let's do that. I, I want the most damage. So let's do that same kick again. All right, you do another kick. Roll an attack roll. 15. All right, it's a hit, but she gets to combo breaker saving throw. Let's see what happens. It's a 16. She breaks it. She picks any move. She picks her move. She's playing bland. Um, She picks her move. Lonesome kick. And she gets advantage on the crackback. Okay. All right, 13. Um, She hits you with a lonesome kick. You take 10 HP damage. Oof. From 22 down to 12, you take 15 stagger up to 25. It is a devastating kick. 
All right, you're no, you're you're not dazed, however. Uh, but it's a devastating damage, and she's no longer dazed. Next okay. move. Let's do. She has ninety stagger. Um. Land is moving back and forth with his fists. Uh, I need to start another kind of a combo attempt here, so I'm going to go with a quick punch, get the speed. Quick punch with speed, all right, and she also blocks. So you uh, roll your attack. You have to roll your attack roll first. But. It's, a, it's a three. Oh, you miss. So she doesn't gain the benefit of rush because it doesn't connect with the block. We're down to the next turn. Pick your moves. All right. Jeez. Uh, let's do a duck plus any attack. Duck plus any attack? Yeah. Okay, perfect. She goes, uh, well, which attack? You oh, sorry. The attack. Uh, the attack I'll do is a quick kick. <laughs> you do a quick kick. Okay, she does a heavy kick, so yours hits first, and you duck down, uh, dodging the potential incoming heavy kick, so you will not get hit with it. Roll an attack dice, please. 17. It's a hit. Okay. Uh, which puts her at... Quick kick, 10 HP, and 100 stagger damage. She's fully staggerable at this point. And the st- there's a little flashing light above uh, Bland's head, like danger zone. As the fight continues, pick the next move. Okay. Um, let's do... Let's do quick... Sorry, let's do heavy... Mm, let's do heavy kick. Heavy kick. All right. She takes quick punch, so she's going to try to hit you first. Boo. She hits. Boo. You take one damage. Okay. So 11 HP and five stagger, and you lose your move for the turn. (laughs) Next move. All right. Heavy kick. All right. Heavy kick. All right. She attempts to do a harmony strike. So your heavy kick and harmony strike resolve at the same time, so roll your attack roll. 18. She rolls a five. She misses. You hit for 18. Yeah. All right. Um, heavy kick does four points of damage, bringing her to six and jumping her up to 110 stagger damage. Okay. She's an auto kill if you can get a big time smackaroo on her. My turn, right? I mean, the turns happen at the same time. You well, you're, the next you're move. right. Yeah. Um, then time for the next move. Let's do a big time smackaroo. Let's try it. Okay. She attempts to uh, do a quick punch. Mm-hmm. So. That resolves first. It is an eight. It misses. Big time smackaroo. Roll a d100. Okay. I'm scared. You have, to, you have to roll 110 or lower. 110 or lower? <laughs> yeah. Well, this should be easy. 31. All right. So your character just gets this fist, goes really big, and goes, woo, 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 woo. Kaboom! And the, the, the marionette goes flying up into the sky, and these magical lights shows her. And then it says, Rubles wins. And then your character jumps around the screen all tauntingly and says, Careful now! <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and you win the match. And then the orc lady puts, just sort of tenses up and then puts her fist and goes, Boom! And smashes the happy stick. I go, Good game! And then I flip her off with my brand new hand. <laughs> she's just grabbing she's just gripping it just mad she's like oh, I, I don't know why I play this fucking game <laughs> uh, 
And then, um, yeah, you, you move away before any incident happens, so she doesn't uh, chase after you. Okay. Now we are at time. We're a little 10 minutes over. Do we want nothing to play as match, or do we want to save the rest of the tournament for next week? I think we can do nothing's turn. What do you guys yeah. say? All right. You guys all right with that? Cool. Yeah. Do it. How's Chunks? So Chunks okay? Oh, Chunks is great. He's staring at the ceiling fan, okay. sucking on his fist. All right, sweet. <laughs> uh, makes him seem I, tougher. By ceiling fan, I mean uh, Squirt's found a, a, one of those heat fans with a squirt bottle on it in the trash, and that's what Chunks is staring at now. Nice. Nice. All right, so nothing. Uh, you see your opponent, Bakip. And the name was a little curious at first, but now it all makes sense. There appears to be another Kenku sitting at the table. Okay. And he's sort of looking around, waiting. <laughs> all right. She sits down. He looks at you, and he goes, Fuck it! Nothing. Fuck it! Nothing. Nothing. Fuck it! Nothing. Fuck it! Fuck it! Nothing. Nothing. Right. Enough of that. <laughs> Nothing. Sits and waits. And he looks, he starts moving the controller, and he goes, Nothing? The highlights bland. Nothing? Okay, nothing highlights bland. And then he moves his controller to where it shows Kung, and he says, Bakip? Nothing moves the controller to select Kung. Pocket, he says. Pocket, pocket. Highlighting Kung. Nothing just keeps the controller there. Pocket, pocket. Kung. Nothing just keeps staring, waiting. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> And he looks around and he's like, he moves back to, to Bland and he goes, nothing. And he pushes the button and locks in Bland. Okay, does this tournament allow mirror matches? Can I go over and select Bland now? It does not. It's whoever pushes the character first. Okay, well then I'll just hit select with where I am. On Kung. Okay. You're, you're on Kung, I believe. Yep, you yep. chose Ryu of this game. All right, the, the, the marionette station lights up, and it says Kung versus Blend. And then Kung jumps onto the screen with a large fist. He scrapes up some sand and goes, taste the grains of my lands. And then, and then he makes a pose, and then Bland jumps in, and he's like, by the will of tranquility, I will find my parents. And then he, he jumps in, and they both sort of do these little punch-in-the-air things. The marionettes are like, it goes three, two, one, fight. Your move. Can nothing see the controller for her opponent? Yes. Okay. Nothing is going to, knowing nothing about this game, 
just do whatever the opponent does as far as button presses. Just mimic it perfectly. Yeah. Um, a few seconds goes by as you wait for Bakip to make a move, but then as you look up at his eyes, you see that he's doing the same thing to you, and that's part of his strategy. So you're both kind of sitting there not moving, waiting to see what the other one will do first. A full minute passes by. There's a clock that appears like magically on the screen. It shows up and it goes, and it's, it's counting down from two minutes. He, he looks over at you and looks you in your eye, tense, waiting. Nothing is just eyes down on the controller. And you hear, wee, wee, wee. And there's a close-up of Bakip's eyes. And then it cuts over to a close-up of Nothing's eyes. And then the close-up of Bakip's hands on the controller sort of shaking. And then a close-up of Nothing's controller shaking. And then we're back to the eyes of Bakip and back to the eyes of Nothing. And there's no movement. And then the timer, uh, it's counting down 59, 58, 57, 56. As everyone just holds up waiting to make the first move. Cuts to the eyes, cuts to the, the panel, cuts back to the timer, and we see 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Bam, 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 bam. A loud sound comes out and says, forfeit, forfeit, forfeit. <laughs> And then both heroes explode on the screen and, and, and they die. And Bakip looks and goes, What? 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 Looks at you and goes, What? Nothing. Nothing. Just stands up, looks around. It's so dumb. He stands up, looks around too, and he's like, and then he begins to wander off. Bakip sort of moves away and wanders off. Yep. She leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. The three matches of marionette fighting for this week's episode. <laughs> two two, two ma matches and one forfeit. Amazing. Amazing. Wow, they're both the both strategy was to wait for the other one to do something. <laughs> they can't create on their own, so that's amazing. They didn't know what to do. I hate these All birds, right. but I love these birds at the same time. Uh nice job, everybody. That was great. Bo, this is a cool little mini game. I like it. And I love your uh the things they say, their little announcements, like perfect, spot on. Yeah. I, I love that. Land also says, I see you skipped practice. <laughs> It's <laughs> like the basically like the cheesiest things you can think of. I love uh, that I, stuff when the game when the see, we would have had more heroes available uh, behind the veil for the listeners. It's just I only got three heroes done um, in time for this week. That's busy. There's 16, and I plan to feature more of them if, if this continues on. Yeah. Uh, was that okay? Was it fun? For yeah, you guys? it was really and, fun. I liked it. Yeah. Did you like it, Varel? You had a good game, a good match. I enjoyed today. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, probably we won't do all, like, just a heads up. We probably won't RP all, you know, 25 rounds of tournament. Uh, 
you know, just for the, at the mercy of the listeners that they have to listen to that 25 or so times. But <laughs> right. There will be a few more matches of it, and I hope it's dramatic and fun. Well, it and will be. Thanks, I'm John, sure for is. being a good sport about the Kenku thing. Because also, <laughs> we can't have all four people doing it, so I'm like, we need to make a comedy bit out of this one. Yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. knew that nothing was going to uh, probably lose that first round. John's adherence to that bird and how those things have to behave is nothing short of Remember, slavish. Doing this it. is all in the, in the name of bringing Stanley and Hope back. If you ever feel like, why are we doing this? Just remember <laughs> yeah, to get your friends back. <laughs> we got we to gotta freaking earn it, man. Got to earn it. All right. Well, I'm glad to have beaten the orc lady, and I hope you people at home enjoyed all of this. If you did, consider heading over to therewillbedungeons.com and click on our little premium membership. It's a great way to support the show, and you can get in super cheap. You, know, you, you want to throw a buck at us? You can totally do that. Uh, but there's other great levels in there, and they include all sorts of cool stuff, including a bonus show once a month. I just put one up for everybody, but if you're a part of our premium subscription, you get it a week early, uh, and they already know that because they got it last week. So if you, lo- you want to hear behind-the-scenes stuff, Q&As, questions from you guys, answers to the big questions about the campaign, what's uh, in Bo's head at any given moment during any given scene that we're in, that's a way to get it. So head on over there and check it out. That's therewillbedungeons.com where you can find everything else you're looking for as well. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for watching. Have a fantastic week. Are we back? What are we doing next week? Are we here? We're here. Yeah. Are yeah. We here? I, mean, I think so. Stuff right. happening, but I think everyone's it's through the week. So right. I feel yeah. like we'll, I can. Yeah, we should be okay, right? I don't have any plans on the Sunday. It's just the good. 22nd. Yeah. Should be fine. Yeah. So we'll be here. Get ready for that. I hope you're having a great Christmas month, and we'll see you guys then. Goodbye, all. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Bill. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha